This is Gray Man Media Content. Hello everyone for Gray Man Media. I am your host, Devin Gray, and this is Down to Earth with Nicholas Porter. Nick is an electrical engineering student and one of my closest friends. He's elusive on social media, so good luck finding him. You have to meet the legend to know the legend. Nicholas, how are you today, brother? Oh, pretty good. I'm not really a legend, just pretty humble. You know, just trying to live my best life, trying to be positive in this uh, climate and all that, but it's good to be here. In this climate? This climate, yes. Is the climate, is it, what's going on with the climate? A coronavirus, what do you mean? <laughs> um, but also, you know, elections coming up and all that, you know, people are starting to get a little tense and all that. But so, just trying to be have a positive outlook. But I'll say, I'll say it again. Try, I'm glad to be here. So, Nick, what we were talking a little bit earlier about, you know, your college experience and things like that. What do you think um, is something that people don't understand about electrical engineering? Um. Well, one thing that I don't think people understand is like how broad electrical engineering is. So, electrical engineering kind of started out as kind of like just basically like circuitry, uh, circuit boards, um, semiconductors, and like, you know, power lines and all that. Then it kind of expanded to like more um, broader things as time went on. So, it includes like, you know, programming, anything based on around computers, and pretty much nowadays it's pretty much based on anything you can find in daily life. So I think when people hear electrical engineering, they only think of like, you know, maybe just electricians, like, you know, lighting or whatever, but it's actually just encompassed like a whole like broader scale. So that, that, that would include like things like, you know, I mean, just to put it simply for, for the majority of people would be like something as simple as like your cell phone and stuff. I mean, you need electrical engineers to do things of that nature, correct? Yes, of course. You need like a whole team of electrical engineers because electrical engineers, they kind of have their own, like, um, concentrations where they kind of excel in. So you got the circuit people who, like, you know, you know, create the circuits and, like, um, make sure all the parts are working in order, like, make sure they all work together. And then you got the programmers, the software side, that also, um, you know, push your apps and, like, puts all your um, user interfaces all that. So it's kind of like a whole team-based thing. And there's like, they could be like upwards of like 10 people or more just like working on one simple device. Is that, so when you're talking about programmers, is that part of the electrical engineering field? Uh, yes and no. So in the beginning, it was part of the electrical engineering, but nowadays people are fine. Like people can use computer engine, computer engineering or p- computer programming or software engineering to kind of create those programs, but in of itself, like the programming part is still under that umbrella of electrical engineering. It's kind of a more of like a like a um, special like a special like kind of um, major into it. So it's like um, it, it it's within the umbrella of electrical engineering, but it's more like a specialty. Yeah, pretty much. That's crazy. That's crazy because like for me, who is just basically a giant gorilla who doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Um, that I would have never thought that, you know, electric, cause when I think of engineering, I think of people who are designing things 
And now that I'm talking about it, it kind of makes sense because it's like, okay, well, programmers are kind of designing something. Yeah, so you're kind of right. You're pretty much right where, like, engineers, they kind of build something or design something. But it's like that you got to look into that first key word, like, depending on what you do. Because, like, you know, civil, where it's, like, pretty much building, like, bridges and stuff, is totally different from, like, electrical where they're building, like, uh, smartphones or uh, game stations or whatever. Mm. So it's kind of like the second term is like the same thing, but like the first term is like really what you kind of like. It's like the um, clue to what they're why they're building in the end. Okay, I I think I grasp that. Um, <laughs> at least my simple monkey brain. <laughs> um, what made you go from what was it? What what were you doing before? It was uh, general engineering or. Yeah, so um, for those you don't know, which is part of everyone because I'm, you know, elusive. Elusive. <laughs> <laughs> um, I started out as um, a general science major in Morehouse College in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, general science isn't really the major. It's just part of this um, thing that they call a dual degree engineering program where you do uh, three years at their college and then two years at an engineering institution of your choice of your choice as partner with that school. Um, so I chose general science because um, I kind of want to get, I wanted to um, get to my engineering classes as soon as possible. And there was another choice, applied physics, where you had to do more classes and more harder classes for that. But I felt like I would get the same kind of, um, the same kind of knowledge from that. Plus, I knew I always wanted to be electrical engineering because um, just because of my preferences and my um, and my strength that lies in like a lot of the um, a lot of the topics that electrical engineering deals with. I felt like I was strong in that, so I wanted to go in that route. But it applies to mainly deal with like like thermodynamics and like. Um, like a lot more heavier, harder physics-based classes, which electrical engineering don't really need, but it can help. Like maybe once in the blue moon. Like if I was like going to like civil or mechanical, then I def- definitely need like some something like you know thermodynamics. Like you know learning about heat, like heat um, energy and all that can be really helpful for like you know building bridges. You don't want to bridge your fault, like burn up or whatever. But if, as far as electrical engineering, you don't really need to know that unless, like, but you pretty much know that, like, you know, circuits, like, they heat up once they get, like, once they're coursing, like, elect, like 10 volts through them and all that. So I went with the easier choice to, to um, kind of spring, spring towards the more electrical part. And then once I get to my engineering school, which was, which is University of Michigan, I, um, you know, Start applying myself into more electrical based classes. I decided to go more hardware instead of software because, um, personally, I don't like sitting in the front of a computer for eight hours a day, <laughs> forty hours a week. I would like That's to fair. get, I like to get, you know, get my hands dirty, you know, make get some, you know, shocks and bruises along the way. But I feel like that's, I feel like that's much more beneficial, much more fun, honestly. Um, so yeah, um, just stunning. Just studying mainly the hardware-based uh, courses and um, trying to hopefully finish at the end of this year. Hopefully, so you were you were saying earlier 
um, when you were when you were telling me about this, um, you were saying that you were kind of playing into your strengths, um, and and that to me like immediately sparked. It was like, okay, well, so what's what's your end goal? What what's the dream job that you're gonna get after you complete this, you know, incredibly intensive degree that you're going after? Uh, so kind of my dream, honestly, I would like to like you know be the net be the person or like the be part of a team that like makes like the new like um I guess like Dell computer or like Acer computer or whatever. Help like make like the next generation of computing and all that. Either can it be like, you know, desktop or laptop. I know that's kind of a you know, a far out uh, dream that may or may not happen. Um but I will personally just like to um in the end work for a company that I could help um at least help at least one person in the world, either in computing, maybe it'd be like their phone or any type of like electrical component, just helping them. Um, but uh, I definitely um, think that I can reach my dream. I think I have a good tenacity towards, towards um, working towards my goals. But if I don't get it, and if I go for something a little bit lower, I won't be too uh, hurt about it. But I always try to reach out something um, better. So, how how does that? How does okay? So you're you're really interested in like being kind of on. I this is my interpretation. Correct me if I'm wrong. But you're you're really interested in being on kind of like the bleeding edge of 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 the next generation of computing. Yes. So how does that tie into your interest in, and, and, and furthermore, not just interest, but you actually applied for an internship at NASA. So how does that tie in? Uh, well, I feel like, for one, I feel like the job market nowadays definitely look for people who have experience. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as what experience that is, they don't really say. They just kind of want experience. But it's like... <coughs> uh, but um, I feel like that experience can help me um, learn more, even more as uh, I feel like I can learn more in an internship than as a student, even though it's kind of contradictory because I, you feel like as a student, you will learn like everything that you will know, but like you don't really know like what's on the field until like you're on the field, if that makes sense. Yeah. So like you're, you're, you can read it in a textbook a, th- a thousand times, but it doesn't prepare you for the first time. You it doesn't prepare do you it. for, for the on-hand experience. Yeah. Right, yeah. I feel like, um, when I was trying to apply for the NASA internship that, um, one, it could be like another, um, path I could follow because I, I never know. Maybe I, I, w- I would enjoy like learning about, electrical engineering side of NASA <laughs> instead of like you know um the aerospace side because air, you know everybody knows NASA about um you know reaching towards the moon towards the right. different planets and all that but they don't know like you know the inner machinations of it and I would I would like to be part I thought to myself I'd like to be part of you know the inner machinations but you know um this year happened and <laughs> everything kind of blew up in flames <laughs> <laughs> But um, I just thought to myself, maybe this maybe this will be a good chance for me. Maybe this will like broaden my horizons, um, and then maybe this will kind of help me, you know, get that job that I'm thinking for. Because you know, job lookers be like, oh hey, look, he he applied for NASA and he got in. Like he you know he worked for them and all that. Maybe I'll have a buddy there, like you know, 
can like you know help me out like what he actually did or something or maybe it could show that like he had experience to actually do something meaningful like maybe I can like you know give him a chance or whatever so you know um even though I applied for something that wasn't really in part of my dream it could help me towards my dream it that meant make any sense no that makes perfect sense i mean i think that you know it, it ultimately ultimately it shows your ability to to do generally what you're going for but in the field right and i think that that's important in in anything even you know as as low as you know just restaurant work i mean i'm going to be way more apt to hire somebody who's worked in the restaurant industry than i than i will anyway and i would have I would assume that has to apply to everybody. Right. And I think one thing I learned for like my past, like five years of just working, working like odd jobs and like having an internship and all that, like doing research under a professor at different schools. It's just like, no matter what and you could, I feel like you could take at least one thing from like any of your jobs and then you could apply yourself and like put it on like your resume or like you can, speak out to it and like that could help you boost your kind of um your image in a sense like like future job interviews because i feel like um if you have nothing in a job interview then it kind of like detriments yourself but if you have at least one something you can latch onto it and like you can you can like pull out some qualities or um good features about yourself yeah that's a fair point um so uh... Why? Why did you? We we talked about this a little bit before the interview, but why? Why exactly? Explain it more in detail to me, because you know, again, I'm 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 not at this level of intelligence in any way, shape, or form, and I'm comfortable with that. But why don't you have a minor? Why? Why don't? Why don't um, what's that all about? So, so I'll just say it right now. Minors are kind of like, I think, person to person. Honestly, it just depends on how you're feeling. Um. I personally feel like minors can help you kind of um, get your foot into a door where you may not have the time or for most people, you don't have the money like to uh, spend like maybe another two years in college. Um, it can also help you kind of find like your quote unquote like concentration in some sort of field. Like for instance, like business, um, you may have people who, you know, talk out or assets and stuff about, like, you know, making trades and all that. But you have the more analytical people who, like, you know, works on, like, spreadsheets and make sure uh, this kind of um, business deal work on a trend or whatever. They can use their math skills to um, kind of better understand those trends and kind of make better uh, guesstimates. So they may need, like, a, you know, they may need or maybe even want a math monitor to kind of um, boost their um, knowledge. Maybe some people who you know, like the math side of things, but, you know, they also want kind of like, they kind of like like English classes, English classes or whatever. So they may want to take an English minor just because. Um, Maybe they also want to learn about psychology because they want to boost their kind of understanding about things. Maybe they just like taking classes or whatever. I feel like, uh, once again, it's like all like, it's it's pretty much a person-to-person basis. Maybe the job also wants um, them to have, like, a better understanding of math skills than normal business uh, majors do. So I think um, it just depends on the situation. Me, personally, 
I just think that um, electrical engineering is pretty much it's broad, but I feel like in my perspective, there are classes that are geared toward a certain field, and you kind of know what field you're either good at or you're or you like that you will want to go to more of that field. Like for instance, um, for University of Michigan, they have different other classes that are separated like six or seven different topics, and like. You had to choose um, a couple of different different topics to kind of get your field in, but for your major design class, which you're pretty much working on a project for the whole year and then presented to that, you choose from one class from one topic, and then like you um, kind of get your feet in the door, like what's it like to be in that certain like, kind of field in that certain topic. So you think that the reason you didn't get a minor was because. You you just didn't think it was it was necessary for what your what your what your actual goals were. Uh, yes, and also because I feel like I didn't have the time or the money to do it. Okay. Well, not the money. Um, yeah, I'm because you got a, basically a full ride, didn't you? Yeah. So, uh, and more you're just, like smart and shit. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, first of all, I I try to be humble about it. I don't want to be. I don't want to be the person who brag about their. Um, but he is a genius. <laughs> I I always say there's people smarter than me, and there, and then there are less fortunate people. I'm, you know, in the middle. I don't want to brag about it because I feel like, um, there's there's a there's a fine line between there's well actually there's not a fine line between being prideful about your um. What you got and being very arrogant, and I feel like that line kind of fades out eventually. So I, I like to be more on the prideful side of what I got. So you're just you're, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, for sure. But I mean, but you do have. I mean, you basically have a full ride, right? Yeah. So um, the first college I got, I got a full ride because of my um, ACT scores and just how I um, worked my work ethic and like. Um, my grades and all that. In uh, Michigan, I I got a um transfer uh, scholarship because I was working under the dual degree program, and they always give a scholarship out to the, to their um students. But I also got some academic scholarships from the um the electrical engineering um uh, chair department. So, yeah, I guess you could say because of my um. Because of what I... Because you're a genius? Because of, of how hard I worked, <laughs> I got what I deserved in the end. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. And and, and, make, and I want to be very clear about this. Obviously, you know, you were born with, with, with some, some obvious intellectual prowess. But that's not to say you didn't bust your ass to get where you were. Oh, no. There are, there are multiple nights. Like last year, the year before... Everything that got in college where there were some nights I just I only got like two two three hours of sleep. And that's just because I'm playing video games, but like just because I'm just busting <laughs> my ass in the library. Even when the, um, you know, sometimes library libraries are closed because like they leave they um close at midnight or whatever, I'm still busting my ass in like study halls or um, even well sometimes in my room because I can't Study in my room. I learned that the hard way. Uh, <laughs> one, like a couple midterms, but um, I'm if I know I gotta do something, if I know I'm struggling with it, I take the time out of my hand to um 
to, you know, get on my grind and, you know, make sure I at least pass the class or get a certain GPA standing. And that's taking out my um, video game time. And <laughs> if anybody knows me out there, you know the video game time is precious to me. So, Yeah, because it, it really is. Like, anybody who really... And, and this is not just college. This is this is in all fields everywhere. If you really, really want to be successful at anything that you're doing, you're going to have to sacrifice some personal time. You're going to have to sacrifice some sleep. And I think that, you know, a lot of people, you know, like... If, for instance, when I was saying, you know, oh, you're a genius, it's like, yeah, you are. But it, that's not to say that you didn't, you know, lose hours of sleep multiple yeah. nights in a I'm week. Not the, <laughs> I'm not the type of person who, like, was just born with, like, yep, let me let me um, work on the multiplication table when I was, like, three years old or whatever. <laughs> I mean, there may be some people out there. I'm not going to judge them. If they if they got if they got like that, they got like that. I, I'm not, I'm not going to be mad that they got something that I didn't get. You, you know? work for it. Yeah, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, say, all right, you got a handicapped in this, in this race. All right, let, bet. Let me just like, you know, bust my ass, train, and all that, and let me meet you on the track. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because it's that's basically what it is. Like learning, you know, it's just, it's your brain's basically just a muscle, right? I mean, right. I mean, way more complicated, but you know, for for argument's sake, I mean, there is something to be said. You know, with any, just like any kind of muscle, the more you train it and develop it. The better it is. The better it is, and then some. Just some people just have a. They just start. Um, I'm not even gonna lie. Just start better. Yeah, I mean, like you can't be a basketball player. You can't. You weren't. I mean, you I'm, weren't. All, I'm only. I'm only five, three and a half. So. <laughs> you weren't born with that. So so some people are born with you know the 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 ability to play basketball because of you know whatever presets they have, but. I mean, that doesn't take away from the hard work. That that, that doesn't mean that you can't be a basketball player. Like at on you if you. Like, sure, you're not going to be in the NBA or whatever, but, like, you can still, you know, be on the streets, you know, practicing or whatever. You can still, like, you know, at least play in high school, college, whatever, if you just, you know, train hard enough. You know, hard work goes a long way. I say sometimes even better than, like, natural-born talent. I think that's one of the things I respect about you most, Nick. And I don't know if I've ever told you that, but, I mean, you understand that if you want something, you have to go fucking get it yourself. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody else going to do it for you. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't, nobody can teach yourself. You know, I, I'm sure I don't know anything about calculus, but I'm sure you know calculus and, you know, you got a, a pretty good understanding on math in general. Yeah, but I feel like the thing is also, like, you just kind of, um, uh, you're, you, there's, there's going to be some things that you just get, like, off the top of, like, on the snap. Like some days you just gonna have to waste like a month or something just to kind of <laughs> understand. Sometimes that's for me. Like um, in electrical engineering, like the circuit space classes where you have to like learn what the voltage is at for like the resistors and like the capacitors and all that. I get that, but for like semiconductors, on the other hand, I gotta had to waste like a whole like afternoon just reading like the first chapter. It's like, what did I read again? <laughs> Let me go read it again. Like, I would rather be reading, like, Harry Potter or something than reading, like, this shit. But, you know, I just got to, I knew, I know this is going to affect me in the future. So, might as well understand it now than be, like, in a job of, like, what do I do now? And, you know, make, start making, like, smartphone bombs or whatever. <laughs> oh, my God. You you just got, you just got me put on a list somewhere. Oh, no. <laughs> I do have a, 
I, I have an interesting one. This isn't this isn't one that I prepared for you. This is just off of off of just this last little bit of conversation here. I think is would be interesting to talk to you about. What do you think is going to happen when we actually program legitimate artificial intelligence? What how cuz can I can I tell you my take on it? Go ahead. I my take is very similar to Elon Musk's take in that it's going to be incredibly difficult to not try to use it as a weapon. Right. Right out, right out the gate cuz who's going to invent it first, right? It's going to be the military of of whatever country actually does it, right? Probably. And or or at least that's my take cuz the amount of funding that goes into the military. Right. And I think that if we if we automatically begin to use it as a weapon, I think that that's that could really spell out the end of humanity. However, if we could resist that urge, I think it could do a lot of good. What's your take? I feel like to counteract that, what if the military doesn't work on it first? What if it's like some random schmo Joe in their um, mother's like apartment or whatever? Sure, sure. Let's go that I'm, route. I'm, I'm not dissing on anybody, but you know, just the hype. Let's go that like, route. Like, Tell me about it. On one hand, we get like some like I robot on this shit. You know, <laughs> <laughs> we're fucked. <laughs> but on the other hand, we can get like Gundam shit on this. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, giant robots battling each other. <laughs> and the kid, the nine-year-old in me will absolutely love that second take. <laughs> like, the 23-year-old me understands that, like, you know, maybe there's some more implications on that. <laughs> but, like, joking aside, I feel like when we first make it, when it's, like, actually put out to commercial commercial um, uses, because I feel like there are a lot of um, inventions that are made that were first used in the military and stuff that that took like several years to go into the um, commercial uh, district. Like I, if I remember correctly, like the microwave was one of those examples. Oh yeah, there's tons of examples. Like first, like yeah, the microwave was first used military, but then later on, you know, people they start putting it in people's homes and all that. Um, I feel like it will be problem problematic. It would first of all lose make people lose a lot of their jobs because a lot of those Mindless jobs that, um, that uh, random Joe Schmo down the street, you know, works for like seven twenty five an hour. Uses, they can get like a that complete AI just to um, dumb. <laughs> they can make an AI to just do it for free, and like that'll make people lose a lot of their jobs. It's kind of like how um in World War Two when you know people went out to fight and then. Not not World War Two. Well, actually, World War Two. It was one of World Wars where, like, you know, the females started taking um, uh, the factory jobs and whatever. That was World War Two. That was World War Two. Okay, thank yeah. you. I'm not dissing on any like females or anything. I'm just no, saying, yeah. I'm just saying a fact. You're, you're, yeah, you're talking about history. Yeah, and then it, it was kind of hard when, like, you know, the male figures came back after the war. It's like, well, where's my job? Mm. It's like, well, the females like you know took those jobs. They had they 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 made like a they made like a, a nest or whatever in there. They had they're secured and all that. So it's like, well, now I'm out of a job. What do I do now? It's kind of, it it. I feel like it could be a similar situation in that where like, well, the AI took all my jobs. 
where do I go now? What do I do here? And it's kind of, it's not really like a, it is a bad thing, but it's kind of like more of like, you're kind of stuck in this kind of limbo of like, I don't know what to do anymore. Where do I go from there? That's a good point. Um, and I, I want to talk about that, but but you you were you were mentioning you know AI uh, you know hitting um, consumer grade, right? Um, do you think that it would do you don't you don't you think that it would make a profound difference on humanity in general before it ever hit consumer grade? Because the way I think of it is like okay, so AIs you know will supposedly be able to run you know countless simulations you know way you know we're talking about atomic computing, right? Where a one can be a zero and a zero can be a one and all of it, it can all be, you know, at the same time or whatever. Right. Or quantum computing, I think is what it's actually called. I, it may be, I'm not really in the quantum field though. Right. That's above my pay grade. <laughs> well, Hey, I'm, I'm not even in college and I'm talking about it. So, um, obviously we're two apes that don't know anything. <laughs> we're just, we're just hypothesizing here. Um, <laughs> but, but like if it wasn't used immediately for war, I mean, you, it, theoretically, it would be able to solve things that it, it is well beyond our current technology, you know, that, that's available to us. Like, you could ask um, AI, you know, it, 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 the, in the way I imagine AI would be, you know, you could ask it, hey, cure cancer. And, like, it might take a couple years, but it won't take the decades that it would take normal people to, to run those simulations right. to figure out what, what might be the cause of cancer, what might be able to prevent it. And I think that that AI in general will have just profound a, a profound effect on humanity, even before I ever hit consumer. Well, I also like to think that the like, AIs are also in the end of the day just like huge ass like algorithms. Yeah, but that's it. But it won't be. It wouldn't be. If it was AI, it would it would have the ability to learn by itself. Basically, humans creating another human mind. So you don't need any kind of program to teach it. That's what I'm talking about. Real, but, true artificial intelligence. But if you look deeper into it, AIs are actually just based on programs that, like, learn, Currently. learn, learn from a specific... Yeah, I understand that it would... In the hypothetical future, they will be able to, you know, be born out of the box with, like, some random code and be like, hey, do this and learn from your mistakes and keep on working on it. Actually, learn from the mistakes of like your beta versions when, like, when we roll out the... Uh, is it the alpha? When when we roll out the, like the um, actual product, it will learn from the beta and like be, you know, ninety nine point nine eight percent right and accurate. So what you're what you're saying is is that I'm trying to kind of reach into your head a little bit here. So correct me if I'm wrong. What it sounds like you're saying is that at the end of the day, it's still going to be a computer code and it's still going to have to be programmed by people, which means that. You know, no matter no matter the amount of intelligence uh, it can gain, it, it ultimately it is just a code. Unless, like, for some reason, somebody makes like a computer pro- programmer that makes, hey, make this program for me or whatever. Like, like that's maybe one scenario, but whatever, that's like one scenario. But it's like, at the end of the day, I feel like computers kind of need humans to kind of come into the existence. And I mean, yes, like maybe 20, 30, 50 years down the road, they have programmers that make programs that make programs or whatever. Mm. But I feel like um, humans will be at, at the end of the day be 
like the um, the first step into that plan. Now, with now the real question will be like whether that human has like morals or you know can think about humanity in a somewhat positive way because I feel like humanity as a whole is pretty selfish. Mm. Oh, incredibly. <laughs> <laughs> but there's levels of there's levels of that selfishness. Like um, parents may, you know, think about themselves first of all, then maybe think about their kids and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Maybe they think about their kids and themselves, whatever, depending on how how much they how much selfishness they have or whatever. But um I feel like that um at the end of the day when we're talking about this humanity, I feel like we're talk. We also need to talk about these humans who are making that in that that level of humanity, or that um, or how much uh, saneness, or how much you know common sense they have to have to kind of better themselves. Because I feel like if you have somebody who's like you know tired, like you know got bullied in high school, or whatever, like you know wants to you know make people suffer all that because they're they're um. Bad up, bad um childhood, making that making those machines. That's kind of a you know a red flag thing. Maybe we should get that guy off our off our program or whatever and all that. Again, I'm having a hard time putting this into words because it sounds. I'm sorry, I'm not really good with words either. Though, yeah, no, you're fine. I it it just because the way that you're describing artificial intelligence, it sounds to me like you think. Basically, how I imagine artificial intelligence is, is essentially impossible. That you could create something that is, uh, for all intents and purposes, way more intelligent than a human being can be. And I don't mean like, because obviously computer, your phone, I mean, it, because of the access of the internet, way smarter than a normal person. You know, they build robots that can play Go that can beat a human, right? Yeah. But like, act- like sentient yeah, so I actually had a class up about this um, last semester at University of Michigan. It was called Mind the Machine. It was talking about the, um, the ethnic side of computing. Like, can computers think eth- ethnically? Can they be, have morals and all that? And then we went on a whole bunch of, ta- not really changing, but a whole bunch of, like, um, readings and stuff about that. Like, how how would you design a eth- ethnical uh, computer that has the same ethnicity of, humanity and one of the main key things that I, ha- I had in the back of my mind is like well what if that human wasn't ethnical at the end of the day making that computer or making that program would that program be considered ethnical in like in like average human um in the group or whatever in, or, in the like common like right common idea of what ethical is or would it be considered ethical ethnical other than that like that's alone or group of computer programmers who made a computer but don't have any uh, moral humanity to them. It was kind of a very interesting class. Unfortunately, it was kind of cut short due to coronavirus. That kind of put a damper on everything, mm. like a lot of things. But it was <laughs> like at the beginning of the semester, um, me and my me and my pal Eric, we were very interested in it. Like, granted, we had to take humanities because we had a fulfilled requirement for our um, degree, both like you know, better for us to um, take a humanities that, you know, may have a little bit of work or whatever, but be interested in that topic than take us, like, some random um, English class or whatever and be not interested in it. 
okay, so you you we're gonna get off this because I'm 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 having a hard time wrapping my head around some of the things you're saying. So, um, you you brought up coronavirus, right? What what does your mom do for everybody who at home who doesn't know? Oh, so my my mother is a respiratory depress, mm. if which is pretty much basically somebody who specializes in like anything that deals with like the lungs or like breathing problems or like. From like a small like mild asthma to a bit of like cardiovascular bingo, um, <laughs> like cardiovascular problems or whatever. If she a deals with, I don't really know the like the specific specific that she works with like nowadays. Well, you're not a medical student. Yeah, I'm an engineer. What you mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, but 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 that's. Do you worry? I mean, she's literally dealing. She's literally in the field where coronavirus is is prominent, right? Well, she doesn't work in like a specific like hospital, like a big like hospital. Yeah, like she works in the veterans like affairs, which is pretty much like a hosp- like a hospital for like like elderly veterans or whatever. Oh, so she works for the VA. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, so she's not really in the dick of it, but like. You know, it sometimes crosses my mind, but my thing is like, I, from what I know, and like, don't record on me this, but like, oh, we're literally recording right now. But yeah, shut up. But, Everybody, um, fact check him right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think no, she didn't lose her job or anything. She may have worked like you know at home for like most of the time. Like she sometimes works at home nowadays, mm. but it's like, you know, she still goes to work. She doesn't like feel anything. Or whatever, and I, honestly, I don't feel anything after those ten days. Plus, um, I stayed in Michigan for about um, about two or three months or whatever, and Michigan's population is very heavily like uh, international students. So I feel like if I did get the coronavirus, I would have got it then, mm. and then like not get it because I feel like you know after you get it, a certain like a certain point, you kind of built that, your immune system, like, you know, built that immune to it. Mm. And uh, plus, since I haven't really been in for, with her at the start, I, you know, came back, and, and came back home in May. If she did get it, she would have gone been, like, at the start of it. Mm. Like, you know, dealt with it and all that. And, like, you know, it became get better. So, and I haven't really been feeling sick other than, like, my usual, you know, near, next to, like, a dog or a cat or whatever, you know, can't breathe for, like, you know, the next day or whatever. Asthma's a son of a bitch, huh? Ah, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, still love, still love dogs, though. Yeah. Yeah, Um. so I bet I bet she has some pretty hot takes about the whole coronavirus thing, huh? Um, I've never really talked to her about it. Well, one, because um, I don't really see her that much. I mean, I live <laughs> at home, but it's like, I'm working like... like yeah, you work so damn I'm, much. I'm work from like... From sunrise to sunset, it's like at college, at home. Nicholas is at work. <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty much. Um, you know, at you know during during those days of quarantine, like I I had a roommate and all that, but my roommate lived in Ann Arbor. Well, not really Ann Arbor. He he moved he moved lived an hour away, moved back to his parents' house and all that. So it's pretty much I had the whole apartment to myself for those like two or three months. Like that first month was okay. Yeah. I was doing fine. Second month tower were just kind of like, damn, I need some human interaction. <laughs> Did I tell you about when I went to Las Vegas? No, you did not. So I went to Las Vegas for, you know, noodles or whatever. And, um, you know, we were we were 
Noodles rented out, you know, basically, you know, a bunch of rooms of the hotel that we were staying at, the Hard Rock uh, uh, Hotel. And I was actually supposed to share a room with somebody that I had never met in my entire life. Mm-hmm. Well, surprise, surprise, when I walked into that hotel room and dude never showed up. <gasps> so that reminds me, like, when you were like, oh, yeah, I had the, the room to my... Dude, I was so fucking happy when that guy didn't show up. Because I showed up drunk as shit after playing at the casino, you know, after hours of bullshit, you know, you know, noodles, propaganda, which a lot of it was actually, you know, really cool. But yeah, yeah. but then when you got done, you know, you're in you, Vegas. You, 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 you're in Vegas, you know, you got to hit all the Vegas traps. You yeah, know yeah. I didn't get to, you know, me and Brett walked the strip a little bit, but I mean, mostly I just, she went to sleep and I, I kind of stayed up and you know played around in the casino or whatever. I didn't have much to spend, but. At one point, I was up like a hundred bucks, but then I lost it all. <laughs> That's how casinos get you. That's yeah. I, I never been to casinos, so all my gambling addictions come from video games and all that. Oh so my like, god, Nick, we gotta go to a casino. <laughs> Are you? Shh. Hey, you're good at math, right? Hey, we'll talk about this off camera. You're good at math, right? Talk about this off mic. No, no, Take no, 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 no. You're you good. At, you're good. At, you're good at math, right? What do you mean? I, I don't count cards. Even if I did, they'll beat me. To sh- they'll beat the shit out of me. Hey, they're never Have you seen Twenty One? <laughs> You can totally count cards. You might not be able to do it right now, but you could do it if you if you learn how. Uh, from what I remember from my drunk Uno night, my twenty first birthday, I'm terrible at card games. In general, drunk. Oh. well, I mean, oh. yeah, maybe we don't bring you. Yeah, don't bring me. <laughs> maybe the slots, you know. Um, maybe in, in like in Pokemon when they had the slot machines and all that, I was pretty good at it. And then you know, I kind of lost everything. Yeah, slots are all luck, man. I got I got one more question before we take our first break. Um, you you obviously you applied to an internship at NASA. Have you ever had an internship before, and what was that like? Yeah, so um, I actually had an internship at the Pacific Northwestern National Laboratory in Richland, Washington. I can't really go in too much because you know I had to sign a waiver thing. What? Holy shit! You I, signed a non-disclosure. Sh- Holy shit! That's a I'm, I'm, Look, I'm, we're gonna talk about that later, right? I mean. <laughs> I don't think it's any, any big deal, but it's like, you know. Well, I, don't don't break that. Yeah, it's illegal. I, I, yeah, I know. But it's like, it was a fun time. I met some cool people. I actually enjoyed the place I lived there, even though Washington, um, I was in the desert area. So it was like, there was like no rain. There was Washington like, State has deserts? Yeah. They're like, we've had this conversation. Because I was so confused. I was like, it rains there 24-7? What are you talking about? No, no, no. About? Seattle rains 24-7. There was literally one time me and my friends up after work. I was like, oh, it's raining. Let me go take a quick shower. Like, I don't take, <laughs> I'll take, I'll take a slow shower. I'll take like a, you know, quick five-minute shower. You know, wash it off and all that. Came outside. Dry. Wait, so can can you not talk about what what you guys were working on there? or Because um, you were working at, at a laboratory. I don't know how I don't know the extent of it, but I just it wasn't too big of a deal. It wasn't like groundbreaking shit or anything. Sure. But it was like I don't want to you know get in trouble or whatever. No, please don't. But I'm I'm trying to get as much information out of you as I can without you getting in trouble. I'm just that's so. It sounds sketchy. <laughs> you're it's a, you're, it's you're not a, sketchy. You're a computer engineer. Yeah, but that's exactly what somebody would say if they signed a non-disclosure. <laughs> you are you're a computer engineer, or uh, I'm sorry, electrical engineering student, and you go to work at a lab completely on the other side of the United States of America, and and you're working in this lab, and you're not allowed to talk about it. 
I feel like they just they make everybody sign it just because. I I'm sure. What were you working on? Some, Redacted. What were you? <laughs> you were reverse engineering aliens, huh? Redacted. <laughs> I wish I, I wish I could. I wish you could talk about it because that'd be super interesting. But I think if you could talk about it, it'd be less interesting. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> um, I again, I don't really remember, like. If there was any specifics to my non-negotiable agreement. Right, I, so I, don't break it. Yeah. Yeah, don't break it. Better be safe and sorry and all that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Did I tell you, have you I, don't, I don't know if you've seen, uh, you know what this is? Well, no, I don't so know. So is, this is a box of a case of, of a beverage that we've been, we've been buying. We're trying to get them sponsored. Um, it's, it's literally just... Um, um, mountain water. Um, it comes from the. Where does it come from? Alps. The Austrian Alps, not the Australian Alps. The Australian Alps? Where did Great Emu War happen? <laughs> great Emu War. Great no, but it's called Death Mountain Water. Liquid Death Mountain Water, and uh, we've been trying to get them to sponsor us, and hopefully not get sued by using that little soundbite there. I wish I could give you a can, but I can't. Nah, that's fine. Yeah, I'm sure. You you kind of have three open beverages over there. You got a, what do you got? I got a Capri Sun, an Angry Orchard, and a Woodchuck. And a Woodchuck. I'll drink it all. Don't worry. I'm not worried. Uh, we're going to take our first little intermission. Um, when we come back, uh, we're going to talk about a little some some more personal stuff. We're going to get out of the little education subject that we've been doing for the first hour. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we'll, we will return so- shortly. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back with Nicholas Porter from our very short intermission. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, I gotta ask you, as a, as a, as a gentleman who has seen... And a scholar? As a gentleman and a scholar, <laughs> for sure a scholar. <laughs> As a gentleman and a scholar who has seen all sorts of different areas of the United States of America, do you prefer to travel by car or plane? Um, I honestly like the plane ride. I feel like you meet a lot of different people, especially if you don't pick your seat and you don't travel with people. I'm going to stop you right there. Nick, do you talk to these people? Sometimes. You're a fucking liar. How do you know that? Because you're antisocial. <laughs> I actually really do talk to people, not going to lie. Really? You know, I I say hey, they say hey. You know, they start, they start <laughs> how's the weather. I say it's pretty good, and then we just kind of roll from that. I'm not going to lie. I don't speak to everybody on the plane. But, you know, what? once in a blue moon, when I do speak on a plane, it's a very good conversation. I'm, I meet some nice old ladies. I meet some young gentlemen who's, like, you know, starting their careers or, you know, been in their careers. I mean, like a lot of people, do I know their names a lot? Not really, because I've only met them once, one time. But I feel like I had generous conversations, in like pretty good conversations that I don't want to take out my Nintendo Switch and play video games in order conversations. Nick, I would have, I would if if I was a gambling man, and believe me, I am. I would have never put money on that. I would have never believed you. You don't know every down everything about me. I guess so. That's why you're here. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you like horror movies? 
Horror movies? No, I absolutely hate them. Is well, it because okay. you get scared or, or why? Yes, I am a chicken shit. I'm, a, <laughs> I'm not going to beat around a bush. I am a chicken shit. You can show me the least scariest movie ever, and I'll be hiding behind a couch with like waiting for it over. There was one time, um, me, my, my siblings, and my cousins were at my grandma's house. I guess they were watching one um, Halloween movie with um, Michael Myers is in that one, right? Uh, the Halloween, yeah, that's that's the main. It's it's Michael Myers is, okay. the, is the bad guy, yeah. So I think I, we were watching one of those, and I only had my um my Nintendo DS like thinning like up to my face, like blocking the whole like um TV screen. The TV screen is like meanwhile like six feet away or whatever. I I'm gonna do like death center in my eyes, like playing playing like whatever's <laughs> on my DS. Like, is it over? Let, let me put my headphones in. Actually, I didn't have headphones in there. So I was like, is it over? Let me. I just hear screaming and all that. Let me just, let me just wait until... So you, just, you just can't do it. No, I cannot. Like, comedy horror, like... Um, scary movie. Scary movie? I, I can deal with it. I have fun with that. But it's like, anything else, like Scream or whatever, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I can't, I can't do. <laughs> Especially horror games like... Um, Outlast. Outlast, yeah. Fear, I think. Oh god, that was such a good game, though. I can't do it. Oh god, that was such a good. Uh, game. what was that game where it's about the kids in the um, the snowy mountains or whatever? I forgot. Oh god, I have no idea what you're even talking about. It was like um, these kids in the um, in the snowy mountains or whatever, and they um. Oh, the snowy mountains, yeah, sh- up in the. Shut up. <laughs> But, like, they, they get, like, you know, tracked down by, like, these, um, this color or whatever. Like, you know, depending on, like, how you, um, play the, the game, like, they may die or may live or whatever. So you didn't even play, like, Slender? No, I have not. Oh, my God. Nick, I just found out what we're going to be doing at the end of this. No. <laughs> no. Oh. Give me, like, a Cooking Mama or whatever. I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, all right. What's it? What is it like? And and feel free to go into, in as depth into depth as you want to about this, or not. What is it like being the son of a sheriff? Son of a sheriff. Um, I enjoy it. Um, like ten out of ten would recommend. It's not a ten out of ten, but it's not like a zero out of ten. It's. <laughs> It, and it's not whatever, but it's not like it's not like the best thing ever. You know what I'm saying? Like there, there are sometimes like he's picked me up from like um, marching band practice or whatever. And I remember this one story or whatever. It's like we, me, him, we had to go to the bank or whatever. So we were on Barstown Road and stuff. Like we were getting off, we were getting out of like the little plaza or whatever and going to the light. And um. There was, I guess, one, like, lady in front of us or whatever, in the light turned green or whatever. She didn't, like, see her. I guess she was on the phone or something. You know, my dog, my dad honked the horn at one time. And, you know, he's, he was in our um old Jeep that, unfortunately, um we don't have anymore because it just... It just crapped out on you. Crapped out on us. It's been in our family for about... Since I was, like, like four or five or whatever. So that's, that's been about... Wild. That's been about, like... 19, 18 years or whatever. Yeah. But, um, you know, he on the horn or whatever. She uh, flipped a bird on him and all that and, like, drove away. 
he, you know, immediately, like, you know, fed up, you know, got right next to her, saying, like, pull out a badge and all that, like, you don't try that ever again. It's like, and then she, <laughs> apparently, from what he told my wife, she was, like, all, like, she got, like, flipped the script by 180, like, completely, like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'll never do that again. All That's that. how it goes. And, you know, you know, kind of drove off or whatever. That's kind of, like, one of the only stories I found. Um, I felt, I feel like whenever he's, like, in the sheriff car, when I'm driving, when I'm riding with him, kind of, like, the roads are kind of, you know, safer because, you know, they got, they got like, a sheriff looking out and all that. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, shit, best not speed up here. I don't know if a stickler he is. Um, there was another story. Um, I think we were driving towards one of my ACT practices when I was in high school. Like, I guess somebody had a, um, somebody didn't up, update their registration on the back of their car or whatever. Did he pull them over? He pulled them over. Holy To an Applebee's. And gave him a warning and all that. Can can sheriffs do, like, can they issue tickets and stuff? Because don't they normally work just mostly within the courts? Yeah, so my dad mostly works in the courts. But I feel um, he, I mean, if he sees something... I, I feel like he'll he'll do something like yeah any, it's kind any, of his any, duty and he and he give him a warning and all that he I haven't seen him like you know actually give him a ticket ticket but it's like you know maybe you won't meet maybe next time you won't meet like you know not like a like a nice like officer or whatever you make like a sticker who had like a bad day or whatever it's just like fuck it I was gonna fuck somebody's life up <laughs> but it's like you know he'll he'll say you know. Have you know that you know your registration is like you know out of date or whatever? Make sure to, make sure you get it like um, updated next time or whatever and all that. You ever seen him be a hard ass? <laughs> trying to think. Besides towards you. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, not not really. Just I, to you, huh? I'm not going to answer that question. <laughs> no, I feel like when, like whenever you see the sheriff car, like um, back then, because nowadays I usually drive myself anywhere when I need right. to go. But it's like back then, like when, when he was in the sheriff car, he wasn't really like a hard ass. He was like, you know, giving people warnings or like, you know, making sure like they, they drop safe because you know when you're driving, you know you're not looking for yourself, out for stuff. You're looking for other people. Like if you get a crash, that affects like you know two, three people right there, then and there. So it's like you know just trying to make sure at least the, the high the roads are still safe and all that. He's a veteran, isn't he? Yes, he is a um, army veteran. He's been um, he was in the service for about twenty something years. Mm. Um, he got out when I was in. Eighth grade of high school, so that was about. Oh, that was about seven years ago. Oh shit. Yeah, you're old. I am old. What does that make you? Ancient. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. He he got out. Uh. He was deployed in Iraq for a little bit. Um. When I was growing up. So that yeah, that was gonna be my next question. Was was he in or out when you were alive? And and obviously you've answered that. What was that like? Do you have any memories of that? Um. I do have memories of it. It was kind of hard. Granted, it was with me, my three siblings, so it was the four of us. Plus, my mom was also there too. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yes, of course, obvious. It's an obvious answer. Yes, I know, <laughs> dickhead. <laughs> but I mean, it was it was hard, but we got through it. 
Plus, my mom went back to school for that to get her resp- like her degree from respiratory therapist and all that during that time. So I guess I feel like I had to kind of not really grow up fast, but like grow up like quick, like kind of. You're a grown up. Yes, I am a grown up. I'm 23 <laughs> years old. I paid rent. I paid for groceries. Good man. But it's like, um, I feel like I had to take some little bit of responsibilities here and there. Um, you know, obviously I have my older brother with me, so it's mm-hmm. like, you know, he take more of a responsibility. But I feel like I kind of had to, you know, be mature for a young age and kind of be helpful around the house and all that. That was during a time when we lived in um actual, actually Georgia before we moved here. Um, and it was, it, w- it was a struggle at first, but I kind of got used to it. Like every other day, you just kind of have to, you know... Get through the motions, um, learn what works, learn what doesn't work, and just kind of learn from there, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I can't even pretend to know what that's like, but I, I can get what you're saying, though. Um, what's your favorite Star Wars movie, and why are you wrong? Fuck you. You don't even know my favorite Star Wars movie. So what's your favorite Star Wars movie, and tell Gosh. me why you're wrong about that opinion. Fuck you. Um... <laughs> It's a toss-up between five and six. Okay, so tell me why you're right. <laughs> Wait, what's your favorite Star Wars movie? Five or six, I would... I lean... Okay, so it's complicated for me because, like, I think ultimately, like, every time I think of Star Wars, I think of episode five. Um, of the prequel trilogy, the first one that I saw that I could remember... Or, I'm sorry, not prequel, the original trilogy. The first one that I saw that I could remember was episode six. However, the first Star Wars I ever saw that I actually remember was episode one. And so, now that I'm an adult, I understand that, you know, episode one, eh, not really all that great. Um, it's, you know, it's not great, but it's still a good watch. Yeah, like, I love it. I, I mean, I, look, here's the thing. And, and my friend TJ put it best. There's... Spaceships, there's lightsabers, you know, it's Star Wars. That's all you need. I'm going to enjoy it no matter what. Um, But, you know, now as an adult, I can realize that, like, they went really kind of weird with episode one. Obviously, Darth Maul was dope. Um, Qui-Gon was awesome. I loved seeing the origin story of Anakin Skywalker. Um, And really, you could make the argument the first six movies is is really just the story of Darth Vader. Right. but yeah, I think uh, I lean more towards Episode Six because it was the first original trilogy movie that I could I remember watching and remembering. Also, Number Five is amazing because anytime I think of Star Wars, immediately my mind goes to those ATATs like episode, on Hoth. Episode <sighs> Five has like kind of like some of the best like not really like space battles, but like the spaceship battles, like the yes. Hoth battles. Dude, it was so dope. The, like, Luke, I'm your, I'm your father scene. It's, like, so iconic. Yeah, it was the whole it was the whole plot twist. I applaud them for, like... Honestly, it was kind of a downer ending for episode five. Like, yeah, y- yeah you know, like, Luke, you know, tra- uh, well, not finished, but, like, started and kind of sort of, you know, went through his Jedi training and, like, all that. Fought Darth Vader and all that. But then, again, you got, like, Han Solo, like, you know, got... Frozen, mm. Luke lost an arm. You know he. Met it was with, definitely a setup for the next movie. It was set up for the next. It was it was a cliffhanger for a minute. It was like it was like oh shit, 
That cliffhanger was so bad. I need to watch it. You ne- have I to have, see the next I one. have to see the next one. <laughs> it's, the sa- it's the same thing how it got from like um, Avengers Infinity War to Endgame. Like, it's like, oh, dude, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. We're going to get there? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but like, it, the ending, it wasn't so much of a downer. It's like, I had to see the next movie. Yeah. I had to see it no matter what. Yeah. Even though if I may not like, like this movie or whatever, I had to see the next one. So, like I was saying about the whole, like, there's lightsabers, there's, you know, it's Star Wars. I'm going to enjoy it. A lot of people don't like the Disney movies. I'm not a big fan either of the trilogy, right? Um, I think that the Star Wars stories that they did, I loved Solo. I loved Rogue One. I think arguably Rogue One might be one of the best Star Wars movies of all time. I have not seen all of Solo just because of like people were bashing on it. I'm I'm trying to get it a second chance, but I just don't know when. I honestly like Rogue One from where I watch it. Yes, it's not typical of the Star Wars movies from like what we've seen, and that was like eight movies like since then. But it's like it had really it had like an original plot, mm. original characters that yes. Maybe not like what we used to, but it, there were like, but they were enjoyable. Yeah. Um, it told us a good story, like a standalone story, even though we kind of knew where it kind of ended, given the whole pretext, like, oh, we got a Death Star plan. Really? Okay. Do, well, yeah, we knew that part, but did you expect everybody to fucking die? Yeah. Did you? Okay. If it was they, a Star Wars movie. I expected everybody was going to, all the good guys were going to live at the end, right? If. I honestly, like, after, like, years of, like, after seeing it again and all that, I kind of had this, the mindset of, like, if they, if everybody lived, I'll be like, okay, so, but where are they during, like, It would have been bullshit. Yeah, it would have been bullshit, like, where are they in episode four or five or six? Yeah. What, what, where are they just sitting in, like, a beach or on Kashyyyk or whatever, just hang out, <laughs> with, the, hang out with the Wookiees? Chilling with the Wookiees. Hey, what's up? It's me, I'm the boy Chewbacca. Okay, and, they not gonna lie, I loved the uh, main droid in that cast. Yes, he was, he was dope. He what was, was his name? I forgot his name. But Me he was, too. He was a snarky asshole. Yeah, I loved it. <laughs> like, it was just the best of both were from R2-D2 and 3PO. Yeah, and I don't know. I, th- I think that... Oh, I wish I wished when Disney took over the franchise, they would have just left the fucking original six movies alone. Uh, I do like the hot take here. I actually like the three, the, the trilogy that, that Disney made. I didn't like... The first one I saw... I was like, okay, I'll give it a chance. The, the first one to me felt like they were retreading old grounds. Big time. Oh, but wait. Then the second one? The second one was really kind of exciting. But then when like they did the whole like scene where they had like the, the speeders, but they went into the ground, but it looked like snow, and they were literally going up 18. I was like, the motherfucker, that's episode five. We're watching. And then they go into the planet with the Millennium Falcon. Like, the, if that wasn't the Death Star 2 scene where the right. Millennium Falcon. I was like, y'all really? And then the third one came out, and I was like. Well, you know, the um, the well, eighth, the eighth, and like seven, like the eighth movie went by like a separate like director or something or a writer or whatever. And yeah, seven, had, seven, nine, they had the same director. Uh, Seven and I had the same director, so it's like yeah, yes. Episode nine was pretty much kind of like trying to backpedal on like what episode eight director did. I, I do get that. I do understand that. I actually after so I watched the first one. I was like, okay, I'll give it a chance. The second one, I was like, I'm not liking this so far. It it just seems like they're remaking the movies. 
Then the third one came out, and and even though yes, there's I could, there's a lot of things I could bitch about, but it tied it together nicely. I enjoyed it, and and only after seeing the third movie did I actually like the trilogy. Not that it holds a candle to the original six, but so. right. I think we got we could both agree on that. Like, it does not. It no. definitely doesn't hold up a candle to like the the original four, five, six. Yeah, I think one and three. I really, I like. <laughs> we don't talk about two. two I agree. Two. I agree. I agree. Okay. I hate sand. <laughs> okay. Retroactively, I only like two because in Star Wars Battlefront 2 on the PS2. Dude. That map where like you fight against like the, you know, the bug people. Uh-huh. Geonosis. Slaps. Dope. Just like the simulations. Fucking yes. <laughs> dude, that game was so good. It was amazing. Oh, dude, I bought that game four times. And you know what? Because the disc kept getting scratched, but I, I refused to never have a copy. I have a copy right now. I can boot it up. Like, okay, so I went to my, my, one of my uh, friends, uh, my friend's place. Uh, his name was Ton. Like, we grew up together. And all that. We, we pretty much went to each other's house like weekend every weekend like when we were growing up in this is in, what we're doing in elementary school played that like after i played that at first i was like mom i need to get that game i need to get that game i got so much like you know like those special weapons like i was literally just about to ask you if you ever unlocked any of the special weapons all the special weapons on my profile <laughs> i didn't get all of them i didn't get all of them the first one i got because i didn't even know about them the first one i got was the the assault rifle one yeah and i was like holy shit and then i realized oh my god they've got it for all the classes oh, no. i was like oh, I, it's I, got the, I got the first one for the um regular like uh the trooper yeah i got the one for the engineer because I, yeah the f- the flatchet shotgun i love shotguns holy shit that motherfucker goes the beam rifle i think that's what they call it or maybe it was the beam sniper rifle that was hard to get but i got it but what the what other I, ones i did not what what I used to get do was like do um pretty much um capture the flag mode on it and like yes. I I didn't capture the flag I just went conquest I, no I didn't no I wanted to capture the flag but I didn't I didn't go capture the flag I just went staying by my own base people just kept, people just kept running so oh, yeah. it was just like you know feeding I I got you know kills to go for it did you ever play the oh I wish they would have put this in in the new Battlefront games because I was not a big fan of the first one I haven't played the second one I heard it's a lot better but. I wish they would put you. Do you remember on Battlefront Two, where it was like it was like almost a chessboard? Yes, the, the, the conquest mode. Oh my I God. loved it. It was the best. The there was so best. much strategy involved, dude. Yes, I'm so happy. Yeah. Um. The only reason I didn't really enjoy the um the the two new ones is because first person mode. I I'm not good at first person shooters. I suck at it. Like I'm not gonna lie. Like, really? I'm, yeah. I'm. I'm gonna like. Platformers. Is it because? Is it because you just don't play them a lot, or is it? Is it just you just can't? If it's, on, it's it? honestly both. Okay. Because I remember, like my my dad did uh, buy back the Black Ops One, mm. and uh, I played that for a little bit on the PS3. I couldn't get to it, but like you know, platformers, fighting games, mm. racing games, puzzle games. Well, depending on the puzzle, whatever, how much sleep I get, but whatever. Um, <laughs> RPGs, like I'm good at everything, but Except like except for first person. First person. What about what about racers? Racers? I mean, I play Mark. I play Gran Turismo. Gran Turismo. <laughs> I play Mark. I'm a I'm a killer at Mario Kart. Yeah. Crash Team Racing. 
bet. Dude, okay. Here's the th- here's the here's what I, I was talking to Marcus. You know Marcus. And I and he was talking about Mario Kart and I was like, "Well, I ne- I didn't actually grow up with Nintendo. We grew up with Sony." Yeah, uh, uh sorry to cut you off. No, like, please. Um in my high thought, we for some reason it always happened like that. So, okay, um I start out with the Sega Genesis. Holy hell, man. Okay. Because remember, my brother's like in. Born You're a thousand. My brother was born in 1992, so I guess they were still, you know, popular by then. Yeah. But it's like, I don't remember my first game, but like my first game was either Sonic the Hedgehog 2 or Mortal Kombat 2. Okay. How we got Mortal Kombat 1 was like three years old. I don't know. But it's like, um, that was my first console. And then, you know, we, whenever we have. Portable gaming. It was always Nintendo, like the Game Boy Advance, Nintendo. Well, Nintendo did the best. Well, Nintendo, they always had the the um, con- the handheld market. They killed it. A uh, handheld, you know, kind kind of depends on like the the console, or whatever, and depends on the, the the crowd. But like when it comes to home console, it was always Sony. I never had an Xbox growing up. That's, Weak. That's why. That's why I hate the Xbox. One. You don't hate. Yes, the X, the Xbox, the first Xbox. The controller sucks that. Okay, I, I can. The Dukes did suck. The Duke did. Suck. Okay, not gonna lie. Three six the controller. It was, it was, a lot better. Pretty good. A lot better. But I always thought the dual. Okay, shot. Right. I always thought the dual shot. Speaking, speaking of, no, no, you're talking to a guy who was Sony all the way up until three sixty. I switched completely to Xbox after that, and and I I immediately went to from PlayStation two to three sixty, and I saw what online playing was like. Yeah. And I, and Xbox had way better. I honestly feel like I, I can agree Xbox does have um, Yeah, y'all got hacked. Best like pretty much the best online attitude because, you know, I'm still a Nintendo fan. I still you know love Nintendo. Purchase. I always have a good time. But it's like on they're online, sucks ass. Yeah, it kinda does. Like, okay, not to me personally, but like when I play Smash Bros with my my gaming buddies, I always have a good time. Like I have like it's that's Nintendo. You always have a good time, but it's like <laughs> I see. I seen matches where it's like it's pretty much like a, like a PowerPoint slideshow. It's like yeah, that needs to change like big time. Yeah, Sony is kind of like Sony's gotten a lot better. It's gotten a lot better. There's still some like hiccups here and there, but like Xbox always has that kind of online experience. I think it's just because of like them being part of Microsoft. Yeah, I feel like yeah, they yeah. had an upper hand. Yeah, they had an upper hand. Can we talk about the 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 look of the new of the next generation of consoles? Can we talk about how it's going to be like a thousand dollars? Look, I'm not buying one until they're they're already kind of been out for a while. I expect the price to drop pretty rapidly because they always do. Um, the The PlayStation Five, I actually, I actually like the way the PlayStation Five looks. I like how it looks. I like. I know it's gonna be contradictory. I like how it looks. I hate the white though. The, the only reason why is because the I, fins. I feel, no. I actually like the fins. The fins are alright. I'm not troubled by the like the, the, the um design of it. It's just the, the color. The color, because I feel like white gets too dirty. So I, I, one of the things that I saw, uh, you probably haven't heard the podcast where we talk about it, but uh, one of the things that I saw, and I, I haven't confirmed this yet. But it, it was like leaked knowledge. But like supposedly those fins are going to be kind of interchangeable. Mm-hmm. You remember how the 360 had the f- faceplate that you could change out and put. So I think that PlayStation might be doing that to where you can kind of customize how your 
console looks, which right. I think would be really cool. I would love to get back to that world <laughs> where we could yeah. customize our own console. Well, I feel like, honestly, personally to me, PlayStation, like after the PS1, well, it's black. It's black. That's the color. It's black. Dude, the PlayStation 2. The PlayStation, PlayStation 2 was so dope. It, like, isn't that, isn't that like a glossy black? It was like a pure, like. It was matte. It was matte black. Yeah. And, and it had it, that dope, like, Sony blue And the font. blue popped out. Oh, dude. It was so. I have a PlayStation 2 sitting right in we that both, fucking. We have, so nice. we have both the, the, the fat model and the slim model. So I had, I had my PlayStation 2, the fan broke mm-hmm. but i refused to give up so what we did was we, we would play it but we would we would we cut out the fan because it stopped working and it would overheat the console we cut it out so there was a big gaping hole in the black back of our playstation 2 and we'd shove it up into the fucking vent that way the cold air would blow dude it worked it worked i honestly like you you told me off camera like a lot like off uh, my like a lot of your problems like the PS2 and the, I mean not the PS2, the PS3 and the PS4 problems like mostly the fan. I never had the problems like the fans for my PS3. Like, I don't know about the PS3 or PS4. Yeah. Ours, like ours in the family, is like not a launch PS3 because I can't play PS2, PS1 games. Yeah, rest in peace. But it's like, but like it still it plays it still plays pretty good. Do you not have original PlayStation One and PlayStation Twos, or um, do you just not have them hooked up? Our so. We have the slim model for our PS2. It's in our our Chronicle like game room. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We don't know where the the, the PS2 fat model went. Um, the PS1 like the original model is probably in our unfinished portion. But I did go through digging through some boxes for yeah. that. I've bought three PlayStation ones. None of them were operable. And we've got we've got. I'll I'll show you when we when we're done here. But um, we've got like this. AVI switch and it's plugged up into an HDMI switch which is plugged up into my TV so all the consoles I have in that living room right now mm-hmm. PlayStation 2 game uh, or uh, GameCube all of them even they're all ready to go oh you know for Nintendo, I love it you know Nintendo fan I don't really like the GameCube controller I hate the GameCube controller but you know Thank what I love you. the fucking GameCube I it's lo- so fun I didn't the GameCube have the good selection of games sucks that it's so poorly but it's like I will take a pro controller for Nintendo Switch. I'll take a pro controller for for the Wii U. The pro controller on the Switch was necessary. I was I'll, so I'll, necessary. I'll take the the Wii remote. Before wow! That. Before the GameCube one, I'd like the Wii remote. The Wii remote nutshell, I brought that for Smash Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Cashy's hands. Um, so we talked about the PlayStation Five look. What do you think about the Xbox? It looks like a, it looks like a refrigerator. That's what it looks no. Like. <laughs> it looks like it's about to steal your bitch. That's what it looks hey, like. Hey, what bitch do I got to steal? It looks like you are about to lose your girlfriend. That's I'm, what it looks like. What do you mean? I don't have a girlfriend. Not what yours you then, motherfucker. <laughs> what, whoever's girlfriend. The PlayStation 5, it almost looks like it's wearing like some collars or something. Like that. Hey, I, hey, what do you mean? I rock, I rock, I rock polos when I don't have to work. I'm going to have to take you out on a steak dinner. And, and the Xbox is like, nah, okay. nah, bitch, okay. get in the bedroom. Just the side, the, 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 what's it called, the Xbox One X? Oh, that's the thing that's, that's the thing that's really annoying because like, 
I hate the way that they named it. Okay. It's like the Xbox Series X or something. I really do I hate feel that like shit. They should have kicked on with the 350 motif, make it like 720. Yes! Uh, yes! Okay, 1080 might be a bit much. Yeah, because then you get confused with like the. You might have some issues with where you're talking about like uh, video resolution. Because uh, a lot of people are still gaming on 1080p. I'm so sorry for you if you are, but you know, some of them are. I mean, I feel like. 4K is getting to the point where it's starting to become more mainstream. Dude, so I'll tell you a story. We've been running uh, just the the little YouTube app on our smart TV, but the smart TV is not 4K native. Mm. Our Xbox One X, however. (laughs) Dude, it's it's like going from standard definition to high definition. The difference between... Dude, do you have a PlayStation Pro? No, I don't. Um, The Xbox One X fucking goes dude it's I beautiful technically don't have a, a playstation 4 my two brothers do so like i so when it came to a point where i, I need a new console because i'll 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 pretty much run my nintendo 3ds for the whole like three years of college so it's oh. like actually that was my that was uh fun to that was my first purchase when i first got my first job on nintendo 3ds i still have that thing um Put some way on the Pokemon, but anyway, continue. <laughs> um, when I when I want to get a, a new console, I was deciding between the, the Nintendo Switch and the PS4, and I thought to myself, you know, my two brothers has it. If I ever go back home after college, it's gonna be sitting right there. If I want to play a game, you can play a game. I play a game. Yeah. So it's like, and plus it's portable too. They they took the the best of both worlds, in my opinion. Oh hell yeah! Yeah. Plus <laughs> plus it's cheaper. <laughs> but anyway, going back to the Xbox, I feel like they need to change the naming schemes. I hate the naming scheme. I agree with that. Because okay, I feel like when you're talking about the first Xbox, you talk, you say that the first Xbox or whatever, they go to their 360. Okay, sure, that's that's an upgrade. And then they're like Xbox One. Xbox One. Are you talking about the first one or the, the yeah? The new so one? I, so I, I hate that shit too because every time I want to talk about the the original Xbox, I have to say the Xbox original. You know, and that's annoying. Yeah. Because you should just be, because I, and I don't know, maybe I'm just dumb, but I love the PlayStation naming scheme. Yeah. It makes fucking one, sense. You, you could count. It's one, crazy. Watch Sesame <laughs> Street. One, two, three, four, five. You know, okay, Nintendo, but it's like, they all had different names. Well, so, so it was all fine, except for the Wii U. Okay, at Wii to Wii U, that's. And by the way, oh, the Wii U sucked, right? Yeah, it come does. on now. Yeah, it did. I'm not gonna lie. As a Nintendo fan, <laughs> yeah, it did. It did have, and then I made good games on the Smash Bros. and Mario Kart, and then Mario Kart got pointed to the Switch. So you know, what's the point? <laughs> and you know, you know, they're pouring all the the Wii U, the good Wii U games to the Nintendo Switch. So it's pretty much now coming to the point with like, what do you get Wii U for? Yeah. But anyway, um, I mean, the Game Boy, but you had the Game Boy, Game Boy Advance. Yeah. That sounds like an upgrade. Yeah, the Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance. Yeah, it was. It, it sounded like an upgrade. Nintendo every time. DS, Nintendo 3DS, sounds like an upgrade. Yeah. But it's like with the Xbox, it sounded like you went back up. Yeah, it did. <laughs> wait, we just went from wait. So you're saying we went from Xbox to Xbox 360 to what? <laughs> what? What do you mean? I don't know. The mathematicians can, are rolling their floor. I don't know. How who, do you go from one to three sixty to one? And you think you would think that with the massive amounts of money that Microsoft has, is they could realize like in a in a room, some motherfucker was just like, "Let's just call it the Xbox One," and no one else was like, "Hey, that's stupid." <laughs> Everybody else was like, 
yeah, that's a really. It must have been like an exec or something. Like it must have been somebody really high up. Or it must have been like a. Uh, it must have been like a breezy daylight, like they had twenty different topics in the in the court in the room. They're like, all right, we need to find a name on the Xbox, uh, new Xbox, uh, <sighs> Xbox One. Okay, good. Whatever. Move cool. on to the next, <laughs> next topic. <laughs> cool. I don't want to fuck with that no more. <laughs> <laughs> Should I got count? I got count my billion dollars of money real quick. All right, Nick. I have a really, really important topic for you. It's not going to be easy. Are you prepared? Is it Pokemon Red or Pokemon Blue? I'll go Pokemon Blue because they had the best exclusives. That's what's up. Um, I'm glad we got that out of the way. <laughs> no. Star Wars in the entire, the, the entire Star Wars franchise or the entire Marvel franchise. You're going to make some enemies here. I'm going to say Marvel. Oh, what? Okay, all right. Explain Let yourself. Let me explain. Star Wars has nine films. How many does Marvel have? Three. Okay, three of those films are really good. Two of their films are pretty good. <laughs> three of three of those films are are controversial. We saw a movie, a Star Wars movie together. When have we ever seen a Marvel movie together? What? Why haven't we seen a Marvel movie together? We've never seen a Marvel. Why haven't we seen a Marvel movie together? Because Star Wars is better. All right. Okay. <laughs> On okay, so Star Wars four, five, six great movies. Yeah. I completely agree. One and three. Had some problems, but they're still good watches. Two, no bueno. Um, the only reason two matters is because you need it for the rest of the prequel. I mean, we just see Anakin bitch fit all during the whole two. No, hours. I agree, but it's important to the story. Okay, yeah. Uh, seven, eight, nine, controversial. Agreed. Are we kind of rogue one like Hulk Solo and all that? The entire franchise. So you're talking about you're you're talking about not just the films. But everything else that comes with Star Wars. All right, not not kind of the, the spinoff shit. Um, Marvel, <laughs> on the other hand, has like what, like dirty something movies? Tell me, how many? Shit, you don't know. even know. You know exactly how many Star Wars movies? Because there are though. fucking nine of them. I gotta count like fucking <laughs> Phase One, Two, and Three. <laughs> so Marvel. Yeah, I feel like. Marvel as a whole, like if you're averaging I'm out, has better quality. What? Oh, uh, as, as a whole. Like, if, if you're okay. averaging everything. Okay, okay. Because I can get on board with that. Because I'm not gonna compare like Thor two to like Star Wars five. Because I'm going I'm, be I'm gonna pick Star Wars five, no matter what. Yeah, yeah. But it's like if I'm watching Avengers One that's still a that's still a pretty good. That's film. a fucking great movie. Okay, who's the uh, not Marvel in its entirety, but just the cinematic universe? Who's the best? Oh shit! Yep, yep. Oh no. Yep. Okay. This may give me on a blacklist, but I like Paul Rudd's Ant Man. I like Ant Man. Ant Man. Yes, Ant Man. Okay, I love Paul Rudd. I want to make that very clear. But Ant-Man, that's your favorite? I like it. I like it standalone movies. Okay, out of the 
out of the two movies, I think they have real good consistency and quality. I can't say that for Iron Man because I think two is kind of. Oh, what did you just say? Two is an okay movie. So we're going to fight is what you're telling me. Okay. Two is an okay movie. Iron Man is the best. Iron Man. Okay. Iron Man is the best. Is a really good Avenger. I I like <laughs> I like Robert Downey Jr. Robert He's Downey great. Jr. does a fantastic Iron Man. I can't see anybody else playing him. Me neither, honestly. Uh, Captain America. I feel like one or one or two is really good. I feel like three is like step into Avenger territory, which yeah, is not one hundred percent. Yeah. Um, Iron Man or, or Captain America? Who's right? Oh shit! Who was right? Choose a side, bitch. Fucking um shit um. Can I, can I go to Dora Ratnrock for that answer? You can you can tell me whose side you're on. Redacted. Nope. Not yet. You can't get away with it. Yeah, I can. No, no, no. We're not talking about your family, and we're not talking about college. We're not talking about no lab. None of this. This is all Nick. You have to tell me. I feel like Winter, Thor- Winter Soldier did nothing wrong. <laughs> He was brainwashed by Nazis. He was. He was 100%. And not going to lie, at the end of the movie, Iron Man was kind of, it's not, Iron Man was kind of not in the territory of like, you're you're wrong because you you were a terrorist, but like, this is personal. Yes. I agree completely. But by the way, Team Iron Man. I feel like they pushed the, the Captain America side a little too hard because it was, Oh, the Captain America film? Yes. I feel like if it was more of an adventure film, I feel like we would have given a lot more kind of balance. But I feel like they did give some good points to, towards Iron Man. Even I, though I think the whole Government Registration Act kind of arc, especially what they did in the comics, I feel like I'll more Captain America side on in the comics. But I feel like in the movie, they do give some justice. Even though... Tony as a whole is still kind of a selfish bastard. <laughs> he so is, right? I feel like they do give him a good arc during those whole movies, especially like, you know, dealing with his PTSD, dealing with the whole, um, his whole, like, um, consequences of the actions, all that. And he was a good parental figure to Spider-Man. I feel like he kind of really good. And Tom, Ho- by the way, Andrew Garfield, okay, Spider-Man. I always say, um, Tobey Maguire, good Spider-Man, bad Peter Parker. I can agree with that. Andrew Garfield, bad Peter Parker, pretty good Spider-Man. Yep, yep, I can agree. Tom with that. Holland gets that good balance. Tom Holland's amazing. I think he he, yeah, he strikes that balance really well. Because. I don't. When I see Peter Parker, I don't think of like Andrew Garfield, like kind of like nerd, but he has the condescending attitude towards everybody. Yeah, he seems too well liked. Yeah, I feel like Tom Holland, like Peter Parker, of like you know geeky kind of like he's still a kid, you know, and all that. Still, still a kid, still, still trying to learn the ropes, especially like kind of dealing with like um. I feel, and I feel like also Tom Peter Spider-Man works best like when he's dealing with like villains on his like level of power. Mm. Because I feel like if you're dealing with a cosmic shit, 
Spider-Man's not going to do a whole lot. It's not going to be. It's not going to work out. But if you're dealing with like the Vulture, um, that's on his level. That's on level. Mysteri- I really like how he did with Mysterio. I loved. It. Yes, I thought that was really great. Um, I don't know how, what they're doing for the, for the Dirt film. You think they're going to bring it back? Oh yeah. Because I know there was a lot of beef between Sony and Marvel about it. I feel like if it was too popular, too made too much money to, for them to... Yeah, because they, there's no way they didn't both make enough money, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm glad we're in agreement on that. But I feel like... I don't know... I don't know what they're going to do because I feel like they got... Across the three different Spider-Man, I feel like they got through like a lot of Spider-Man's major villains. Like, they got through Doc Ock... Yeah, but it's a it's a reboot. Like they could they could redo Doc Ock, yeah. Green Goblin, and stuff. But I think my dad put it best. He's like, uh, Spider Man for Marvel has like a lot of um, animated uh, cartoons and a lot of movies mm. and a lot of TV shows. It's like you could you, you do so much with Spider Man that it's gonna feel like samey. But then on the on the other hand, it's like you can't do like something like Carnage. Without like bringing a venom in Spar- in that Spider Man movie. Yeah. Um Do you think that they'll do you think that, the, that that that's possible to bring um shoot Tom Hardy's Venom um into kinda it kinda mix that with Tom Holland and Marvel's uh Spider Man? Well on the one hand I feel like um Tom Hardy's Venom is kinda too mature for that world Spider Man. Did you like that by the way? I only seen like one time. I still need. I want to watch it again. I always watch a movie like a time to get a, like a good like general basis. I really enjoyed it. From yeah. what from what I thought, I I liked it. Like there were some problems, but it's like what movie is pop, like what, perfect? Yeah, exactly. But it's like I feel like I need to get a second view and just to get like a good opinion. Like Deadpool, like I saw like three times, and I think. That's still like an amazing like comedy movie. It deserved the the M rating. Oh and yeah, I, I think if you try to do if, anything less, it would it, not it, have it wouldn't work. And I think that I feel like I feel like they did the same thing with Venom. Like I think Venom needs the 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 the, the R rating. Mm-hmm. I don't think they took it far enough. I feel like they were still trying to teeter totter between the two. Yeah, I felt that the first time because Venom could have been really dope. It could have been really cool. Especially with the context of the symbiote and Venom in general, I feel yes. like definitely they could have been. It could have been really dark, and if they're bring if they're supposedly bringing Carnage, because in the comments Carnage is like a, like a fucking psychopath. Yes, just from the symbiote and plus from who, who's possessing him. And you didn't really get to see a whole lot of Carnage in in that movie either. Well, um, they didn't really bring him. It was a mean like a Venom movie. Yeah, I, I know, but. But like he was, that was the other the symbiote that 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 they fought to get on the rocket ship, right? It was um, Carnage, right? Or am I am I tripping? Was it somebody else? I don't think it was because they would have been a, they would have made a bigger deal about who it. else was it then? Um, I, there, there were two there were two of them that were fighting at the end. There has been a whole like I'm not one to follow like a lot of comic books. So I really, don't really know, but I feel like you're just a movie geek. I'm a movie geek, and I know comics from, like, just looking up on Wikipedia, honestly. But I feel like if they would have put a Carnage, because what, what color was the thing? The Carnage just used your red. I'm going to I'm gonna have Jessica look it up, uh, who the who the enemy was in, in uh, Venom. But but I, 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 I swear it was Carnage. Because I, I know the thing was, like, can, pretty much uh, 
asexually spawn like their offspring. And I didn't know that. And I, I know for sure, like in leaked in leaked um um interview, they said something about like like the the title called like Venom like, and Carnage or whatever. Like they have Carnage in that title, so they'll you know they're putting a big focus on it. So I feel like if they did put them in the first movie, they would have made like you know a bigger deal about them because okay. Carnage is like also the second symbiote. After you have Venom. You have Carnage. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, and then, like, Venom... I swear in, it was him. In the, in the comics, they have, like... He had, like, six, seven different offsprings or whatever. Yeah. What did you think about uh, Ramsey's um, take on, on on Venom in the original, you know... Uh, oh, it was Riot. He he was he was one of the... Um, he was Riot. He was one of, one of okay. the spawns from... In the comic. Okay. I know in... Um, the Universal Studios ride, they have um, one of the uh, female ones called Scream. Yeah, there's a lot of there's them. There's like Scream, I think Thrasher, Riot, something, something, something. But yeah, no, no but back what I, to what I was saying, uh, the director, Ramsey, um, with the uh, McGuire. Oh, the, um, Spider-Man 3? Spider-Man 3, his, his take on... Cause, cause Brock was kind of a pussy in that movie. Yeah, and it okay. It honestly for me it didn't help that I saw Eric Foreman from that seventy show, and um, what was it Topher Grace? Wait, no, is it Topher Grace? I don't know. But like, what, whenever I see him, I always see Eric Foreman. And if you watch that seventy show, you know he, that he's, he's, he's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the same thing. I was like, "What does he think he's doing right now?" <laughs> not gonna, not, again, not gonna lie. I love that seventy show. I, I love, love, all, the, I love, I love, I love all the characters. But Eric, he's, he's a, a bitch. He's a bitch. <laughs> it's like what? Is he go, what? And then here he comes trying to play Brock, and it's like, dude, you're not. No, you don't even stand a t- chance against uh, McGuire. Like, no, I mean, honestly, McGuire is kind of a bitch too. Not he is, but that's that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. <laughs> Dude, how bad was that dance scene? Oh my god! Oh god! If you ever saw a cringeworthy, I moment. like. <laughs> I I retroactively like it now because they they reference that into the Spider Verse that animated movie. Yeah. By the way, great movie. Holy shit, dude! That movie that that was the first superhero uh, that 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 me and the kids watched. Um, because they're you know obviously they're younger they can't sit through you know dialogue but cartoon you know they could watch yeah. This is the first time I got both of them to just chill on the couch and watch a two-hour-long movie. It was, dude, it was so rewarding as a parent. But also, dude, that movie is so fucking good. They're making a sequel. Oh, dude, I'm pumped. And it's, like, from, like, because I had some animated friends. And they when they told me, like, the, um. What? The anim- okay, go on, go on. So the animation for, like, the, um, the, the um, you know, the, um, Jap, I forgot what, what's her name. Penny? Or whatever, like, the, um. The one based the, on like, yeah, yeah, the yeah, Japanese yeah. anime, like how it's drawn like on uh, different frame schedule than like the other people. So that's how to you, create that same like kind that, of yeah, yeah effect. Yeah. So it's like, dude, that's like so much attention to detail. It's like, it, I got like for for the fact that that because it, it's technically under the guise of Marvel, Marvel, right? Because they they still own like parts of that, but it, but it was Sony. It's it's. 
it's it's a weird kind of like kind of area. It's like if I feel it's a gray area. I, it's a gray area. Not gonna lie. Um, but uh, just thought how they got they for, they first put emphasis on Miles and Morales, which is he, awesome. A really good Spider-Man move. Spider-Man character in general. Like they literally took him out of like a multiverse like spin-off and like, put him in the main series. Loved it. Like that's how good. Yeah. They brought in like two two different versions of Peter. Like one that's like you know the ideal version, you know, the um, uphold all the good things. And then you got the one that's kind of like downbeaten, <laughs> yeah. you know, divorced, crying yeah. <laughs> in his toilet. Fucking his, pussy. <laughs> you know, but he's, he's still in in the end of the day, still a good guy and all that. Yeah. Yeah. He got, he's like, still a hero. Yeah. He just, you know, kind of like... Lost his way. Jaded. Jaded is perfect. Thank yeah. You. you know, especially when, like, that scene, like, when he's meeting Aunt May again. Like, because in his, in his universe, Aunt May died, but, like, you know, it's reversed in his, in that version, but it's like, you know, even though wearing sweats and not... How, and Aunt May was kind of badass in that movie, oh, too. Yeah. Kinda <laughs> she kind of was. She kind of was. She's like, bro, don't... don't <laughs> Don't fight in my house. <laughs> but then, and Prowler was cool too because that was the first time I saw Prowler. That was really cool for me. Yeah. Did you listen to any of the soundtrack for that? I I have What's Up Danger and Sunflower on my um, phone. How good is What's Up Danger? What's Up Dude, Danger? When is- he blasts off of that skyscraper and the glass comes out. I, I, oh, what's up? Da- I was like, oh shit, this is so goddamn good. It's like when, whenever it's on my phone, I just gotta sit back. If I'm in my car, just like turn up, turn up the max real quick. Let me just sing along. I don't care if I'm. Okay, like, my- um, what's the what's the other one? Um, uh, some. I know the other one. Sunflower, Sun, yeah. Sunflower, Sunflower is good. I mean, it's not like awesome, like What's Up Danger, but it's, it's still. A, what's Up Danger is like really like the the main thing. It gets you up. No, Sunflowers was way more mean, mainstream. The one I'm talking about, um, I'm not scared of the dark. You know that one? Yeah, yeah, I like that one too. I feel I think like all three of those like songs just like kind of emphasize like Miles is kind of like. Journey to become a fireman, and Dude, it, ma- and, it yes. ma- and it has a perfect theme of like, you don't know when you're ready for something until like you kind of like kind of take that leap of faith. I mean, granted, you you may fail or whatever, but it's like you don't know when you're ready. Nobody can tell you when you're ready until like you actually try. So on that note, what kind of music do you listen to? Redacted. No, <laughs> that's not that's um, not an option here. So. I make a few eyebrow eyebrow razors. I like the, the video game uh, soundtracks, and then some like you know anime scenes and all that. I'm I'm a I'm a geek. I'm not gonna through lie. and through. I'm a I'm a nerd. <laughs> Weebu, otaku, whatever you can name. It. I don't I don't give a shit what you name me. If I like well, something, I like something. When you get when you leave here and you and you get in your car, what are you gonna play first? Shit, I'm gonna play What's Up Danger. What, what, what? And then after that, um. I might, I'm gonna listen to my hero academia. What is that? Um, it's an anime. It's pretty much about like a boy who got super power. Who is born? Who is born? Uh, super powerless in like a, a world where like it's not. There's like pretty much eight percent of the population has superpowers and all that. So he's pretty much born like like an outcast. But then he gets he inherits his like heroes his um power and all that. And he learns how to control and all that. It's such a real good anime. Not gonna You're lie. Such a fucking geek. Shut the fuck up. So I know you didn't play a lot, of whole, a whole lot of um, Xbox. What do you think about the Halo series? 
the Halo series, honestly, I feel like it's one of the first British shooters that I actually thought of enjoyment out of without, mm. you know, without yelling at the screen. <laughs> because I feel like, honestly, to me personally, I like more sci-fi based stuff. Mm. Yeah. Than like kind of like um, real world like realism. Realism. That's why I kind of like more Futurama than like The Simpsons. If that kind of makes sense. No, it makes perfect. I, sense. I like more to like, you know, out of space. Let me let me get my. Because uh, you're a scientist. Let me get my plasma rifle, um, plasma sword, the needler sword thing, bobber <laughs> that like holds like an arm. Like I just like kind of chuck people at it. Get my um little like, um what what's the little like um hovercraft thing that you could ride on? And oh, stuff? the ghosts. Yeah, the ghosts. Yeah. Because I also lost a lot of red versus blue back in the day. <sighs> I love you. I, I want to rewatch it again so bad. Do you know they they just released um, a, a trailer for the new season that they're doing? And of course, I'm I'm more of a fan of the older Red versus Blue yeah. than the newer. But dude, the amount of work that Rooster Teeth is doing, like they they literally worked with the animators and stuff, and they had mocap and they were doing the whole thing, dude. It's crazy. It's crazy how in depth Rooster Teeth is to the Halo universe. You watch Rooster Teeth now? Like um, their other stuff? No, no, not really. Uh, one, because I'm just a lot busy. Two, like when I use it on YouTube, I listen to like a whole bunch of like uh, Let's Plays and all that. Like just people. Oh, Let's Play. Pretty, pretty much people just uh, playing video games, <sighs> just, you know, shoot, shooting and shit, just talking about stuff. Um, yeah. I'm currently watching a, um, a, a Far Cry 5 Let's Play. Pretty much. People are already playing that? Far Cry 5? Yeah. Is it out? No. The new one is Far Cry 6, remember? Is it? Yes, you're not, right. Not, oh, okay. Far Cry 5 is great. Far have Cry you played 5? it? No, I have not. Have you played any of the Far Cry games? No, I have not. Holy hell! Dude, I've got all of them. I've got, oh, you don't have an Xbox. I own every single one. They're so good. But it's pretty much getting to, gone to the point where, like, um, they started running, the, like, a dinosaur math or whatever. And <laughs> it came to the point, like, they sometimes... Rec- like, they take, like, you know, breaks in between parts or whatever, and, like, they for- keep forgetting, like, they have a dinosaur mask off, so when they die, like, you know, get hit by a truck or whatever, like, they see a dinosaur mask, like, they start laughing. <laughs> it's only kind of hilarious. But, um, yeah, never played any Far Cry. I don't, I think it's just because of the first person shooter. Sure, yeah, yeah. And then, I guess, during that time, when I was, like, well, like, in, like, middle school, high school, I was still kind of in my face of, like, Still Pokemon. Like, when I was growing up, I didn't really have too many video games. Like, not... I thought video games by itself. Not too many video games growing up. Like, all I got video games when I was on birthday or Christmas or whatever. Mm. So, you know, my stream of video ga- new video games were kind of like last like last year, So I always play, like, you know, reruns and all Whatever that. game you had, you played the shit out yes, of. Yes, I did. That's how yeah. I love Rocket, Ratchet & Clank and Jack and & Daxter. But anyway, um... So... I didn't really grow up with, like, a lot of new video games, but, like, once I get my own money, you know, that just kind of opened the floodgates. Yeah. Would you be open to playing those, the Far Cry games? Um, Even though they're first person? I would be open to them, only because it's, like, more of a single-player first person. Yes. Because Good. I think the multiplayer scene is, like, if you don't start out and start strong when it first comes out, you're going to have a... 
you're gonna, you're gonna have, have a bad time. You're, you're not gonna have a bad time. You're gonna have a up like a, a uphill battle, <laughs> like emphasis on the uphill. Like yeah. people put like night and day into that, so it's like because um, they love to see other people lose. I mean, it's not just for a shooter. It's like um, it's fighting games. Fighting games. Oh man, when I when I picked up when I picked up um, a fighting game, like it picked up like a new like a new entry in the series or whatever. Like the first couple of weeks in the um in the lobby, perfectly fine. You know, win some matches, lose some matches. There you go, and then like come about like, uh, like three or four months. You know, people find the optimal settings. People find the optimal bit, optimal combos, and it's just like, damn, it's not fun anymore. Do you? We were talking about Halo a second ago, and I was trying to use it as a segue from the music thing. How epic was that soundtrack? Which one? The Halo soundtrack. Really good, dude. So good. Sometimes I listen to that car to to that in the car just on the way to work, and I'm like, "Let's fucking do it!" Like, um, I always like whenever I tell people like I live in Vulcan soundtrack, they always kind of give me like that. Eyebrows or whatever. Even it's my, not typical. Even, even my own mother, like you know, gives me eyebrows. Like, <laughs> what? What? What do you mean by that? And I I kind of want to explain to her, but it's like, man, yeah. mom. <laughs> it's like the Joker meme. <laughs> you wouldn't get it. <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to be like, I'm not trying to be my own little war, but it's like, you know, you got your own thing. I got my own thing. Let's just leave it like that. Yeah. But it's like, I don't really, really don't want to take time on it. Um, explain to you, but it's like when people a- actually kind of get it, it's like, okay, so what's your favorite soundtrack? It's like, I can't answer that. There are <laughs> so many, there are so many video games out there. There are so many games, so many good soundtracks. And then maybe even like my my favorite soundtrack maybe have like you know one two duds. You know what I'm saying? But it's like when you, when you get a good piece, it just rocks you, man. It just rocks you. Dude, I, I totally get it. I, I do it a lot less now, but, like, at, like in middle school, dude, John Williams was the only thing I listened to. <laughs> like, listening to the Star Wars sound, and my parents, my parents were convinced that I was going to be the type of guy who, when he got married, would walk under, you know, guys holding up lightsabers I mean, that would be kind of dope. It would be fucking sick. I didn't do it, obviously, because, you know, I wanted to kind of be normal, but... You know. <laughs> <laughs> but in your in the back of your mouth, like man, and it'd be dope if I was walking under lightsabers right now. <laughs> Although I will say, I mean, right after after you know, do you you know take Jessica? Blah blah blah. You may now kiss the bride. Kissed her, turned around uh, to to Michael. It's like went to go slap him because I won the slap bet. <laughs> yeah, and, and I didn't, and and like the look of relief in his eyes was like. The whole weight of the world was lifted off his shoulders. I'm like, nah, dude, I'm not going to do that. But turn around. Austin's got something for you. <laughs> <laughs> he just <laughs> fucking slaps the <laughs> shit out of him, dude. Yeah, fucking Austin. Oh, dude, shit. Austin's a fucking character. I'm honestly, I'm glad I'm, I, you know, kind of, because we, we went to middle school together, but I really didn't really think of him too much. I think it's part, partly because I just moved when I came to middle school, so I wasn't really... Like vibing with anybody, yeah. You know, trying to be in my own little world, trying to just get through it. But I, I'm actually kind of glad that we kind of, you know, met up again. 
through you. Fucker. Oh, so speaking of that, on the way to the liquor store, oh, shit. we were talking about Stefan and how he's in college. And you were saying something to me. And I think Stefan, I have a, I have a, a <laughs> winking suspicion that that Stefan might listen to this episode. I'd like you to tell me, tell us what you were telling me on the way to the liquor store. Would it give you punched or something? No, no. I just think it's funny. I think it's. I think that you are in a, a very interesting position because you knew Stefan before he went to college, and a lot of the people who might listen to this episode only know Stefan in college. And you're in a very particular situation to kind of tell people, hey, like, I knew this kid. <laughs> like, okay, so just to get the record straight, I love Stefan. Great Stephen guy. Carpenter, great guy. He Can't was- wait to have him on, by the way. You know, he called me third master sexually or third when we're a marching band. <laughs> I thought it was too much, but I was like, fuck it. He's like one of the few only get he gave me credit. I respect this kid. But like when I was first in like so he was when he came to a when he came in as our freshman, he I was a junior. So and he didn't really he didn't really join the marching band. He was in Y he was in Wipath at DuPont Manual High School and all that. Yeah. Um, so he decided to go to the marching band, um, sophomore year, because his, um, other friends were in marching band, I think he kind of, I guess they kind of, not really go to him, but kind of, you know, talk him up and all that, and, all, and so forth, and, you know, that's why we started kind of talking and stuff like that, and I already met him, um, during pep band, because I did pep band in the spring for the basketball games, and that's how when we started talking, you know, he's a good kid and all that, but, like, he... He was talking about like you know how he wasn't really interested in college and all that. He was you know gonna you know do work because I think he was working at a Little Caesars at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know. So I think the story checks out. <laughs> I think from what I remember, he was talking about you know working at the Little Caesars, you know, getting the money, and you know, I wasn't the type of person saying like, oh, if you don't go to college, you're you're a scrub. But it's like. You know, you need to find your your path in life. You need to do what you need to do. If if that's what you're, if that what uh the, you you if that what life calls for you, go ahead, do it. Do just do your best at it. And it's like you know, go for it. And even then, like there was one part, like I somehow got talking to like you know talking to a whole bunch of upper underclassmen about college and all that when I was a senior. Like he was and he was in the math class, of course. So I was like, oh shit. He 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 knows he knows something different. But it's like I'm gonna you know up talk college and down talk everything else. But it's like you know, college is good. You should do it. So basically, so so Nick, you're making the the bold claim that if it wasn't for you, Stefan wouldn't be going to college. No, I'm not saying that. What do you mean? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Putting words in my mouth. You know what he's going to school for right. What's he going for? Uh, he's doing film. Oh, really? Yeah. I I really need to talk to Stefan. He's got he's got some short films out on YouTube. It's it's actually really good. Let me find a let me find his YouTube channel so I can plug in real quick. Keep talking though. Oh uh, yeah. Um. Well, that's good. I I don't see. I have a, a lot of a lot. I have two people who are in film school. Actually, both named Josh. I don't know how that happened. Anyway. Um. <laughs> but I feel like. I feel like hey if. You want to do film? I'll, I'll I'll watch it. I'll give you critiques, but if I enjoy, it, I'll say I'll enjoy it. 
Um, if, if that's what you want to do, then go for it. If just follow, follow your dreams, kids. Except if you really are kids, don't listen to this. We're 18 years old and all that. It's, um, that's so Stefan. That's all one word. That's so Stefan. Fucking millennials. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. He's got two new videos I haven't even seen uh, that he put up. Oh, my God. I got to catch up. Um, it's that's so Stefan. It's on YouTube. It's all one word. Stefan spelled S T E P H A N. Uh, go find him on YouTube. Uh, he makes short films and stuff like that. He just did one on the IG dash 11 and the curious case of droids. He did it as a video essay for star Wars. 10 minutes long. He's, he's got a whole little 10 minute, like little essay. Wait, on. Does, does he have a friend in him or is it Tim? I, I don't know. He did do a short film, uh, which was really really good um kind of kind of hit me in a, in a specific place but it was like a guy who who woke up and like that was the day that was it was the end of the rope for him and he was you know it, it was he was ready to end it and then he got a phone call from a friend and uh changed the whole thing and you know i i don't want to i don't want to butcher it because Stefan can explain it much better than i can but i mean i mean he, he's got some talent for sure oh no i i feel like he like I'm not lying when I say he he was a really good kid, and if he is like half of the man he was back in high school, he's still a good he's still a good guy. Well, not once they kid anymore. He's like what now? He's like, an adult. He's, he's 21. Oh God, I'm old. But anyway, uh, <laughs> you're two years older than him. Fuck. Um. Anyway, he's he's a he's a good. I feel like he's a really good guy. He's got he's got a good head on his shoulder. He know he knows what to do. <laughs> Like that boy stuff. He's got to go high. He's got to go high. He's got to go far in life. He's got to go far in life. (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like, apart from him and Austin, that's like the the people that I know, like, before I worked at Noodles. Like, I feel like, honestly, Devin's probably the oldest oldest friend I know here. (laughs) That's why when I'm leaving this this, um, state, I'm not not texting him anymore. You uh you are contractually obligated. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna take a short em- uh, intermission, but uh, I'll I'll make sure I have that uh, contract available as soon as we come back. I gotta ask you, what's one mistake you made in life that you learned most from? Being friends with you. Besides that, <laughs> um. I don't count. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, there was uh, last year I was in the apartment style complex uh, for school, and unfortunately, that was for the whole year. Given that that's going to be between um, May to July, which was during the summer uh, time, where I hypothetically would not be there, but I still have to pay for uh, rent for there. Uh, luckily, uh, coronavirus kind of helped me out in that one thing. So, you know, five days the fuck's over, but one thing, A-okay. But, um, I only had to pay about, like, a thousand dollars extra for that, which wasn't too bad. Um, I feel like that's only one mistake I made. I, I'm sure I made multiple mistakes. Do you think that's the biggest mistake that you've learned from? That was costly, yes. Um, as far as, like, any physical damage goes, 
No, I'm pretty of a I'm I'm a pretty like safe kid. I don't really go <laughs> anywhere dangerous <laughs> out at night. You know, I'm not I'm not a person to like you know venture off into the unknown. I'm more the person you know. Hey, it's ten o'clock. Let me just sit back in my in my uh my bed just playing video games and all that. I'm not a very dangerous person. I don't go out and party a lot too either. Do you eat wings? Like hot wings? Chicken wings. Chicken wings? Yeah, I like chicken wings. Bone in or bone out? I like boneless. Not gonna lie. So you like chicken nuggets is what you meant to say. Yeah, I like chicken nuggets. Who doesn't like chicken nuggets? I mean, I'm, I'm not disagreeing Are with you. Are you heathen? I'm not disagreeing with you. I think that... Okay, so if, if like, I want to taste the sauce... Right, like if if I go to a place where like I really want to just eat the sauce, like oh my god, have you ever, ever had Wingstop Ranch? I don't like ranch on my wings. Okay, so you're wrong, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> Wingstop's ranch is phenomenal. Actually, I don't think I had Wingstop before. Oh god, damn it, Nick! All right, we just made a date. Um, <laughs> Wingstop Ranch is incredible. It is like heaven on earth. If I just want to eat that that ranch, I just want the boneless. But if I actually want to eat wings, even though it's annoying to eat around the bones, it's so much juicier. Um, for wings, if I if I go to like the Buffalo Wild Wings, yeah, like with a couple of friends, I usually get like the honey barbecue. Honey barbecue is great, by the way. It is really great. Um, I'm not a spicy person either. I, like, it's not I hate spicy stuff. I just cannot stomach it. You can't handle spicy things? I just don't want to try it at all. Oh, what are you going to do when you're on Thoughts from the Mothership and you eat the bomb? No, Austin said I only, I only need to do the um sour stuff. No, no, no. You told me outside. No, I said yeah. the sour stuff. <laughs> no, no, no. Nah. You said you would eat the bomb. Hey, that was off the camera, so you don't, they don't have any proof, fucker. A man is nothing but his words, Nicholas Porter. And I'm saying my word right now. <laughs> You're a lying bastard. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. We were talking about earlier um, fighting video games, and you mentioned Mortal Kombat. What was your first Mortal Kombat game? Was it the first one? It was a Mortal Kombat 2 for a Sega Genesis. Okay. My first, my first video game ever was actually Mortal Kombat Three. Uh, well, if if we talk about first video game, it's either, I don't know if it's either Sonic Two or Mortal Kombat Two. It's like two different. It was spectrum. right there. It was like both. Okay. But maybe, and then my brother said we have Vector Man, so I don't know. But who, anyway, who do you main on Mortal Kombat? Hmm. 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 Trying to think, who was the Mortal Kombat? Probably either Scorpio or Sub Zero. You know, I always like ninjas. Has to, has to be one of them. It has to be either either two. If not those two, then probably Liu Kang. Because I'm always Liu Kang was dope. I'm always the guy who always go for like the you know the vanilla like main protagonist people. Yeah. Like for Street Fighter, I always go for Ryu or Ken. Sure. Because. I know if I, if I could get them, I could branch out to other people. Yeah, because they're kind of like the, they're kind of built to be. 
user friendly. Yeah, yeah. I I can't. I could not agree with you more. I uh, on the most. Have you played the most recent? Not the most recent Mortal Kombat. So Mortal Kombat X is that right? Yes, I have. Who do you mean on that? Um, trying to think. I like Triborg because I loved um the the robot uh, ninjas. By the way, Noob Cybot's a beast. Noob Cybot, I love Noob Cybot. He's so dope. I okay, that's an, uh, I love Noob Cybot. I love Triborg. I love Jax. Yes. I love Ermac. Okay. I love Ermac also. From the DLC, I love Tremor. Tremor is dope. I wish they brought him back for Mortal Kombat 11. They didn't bring him back? No, they didn't. Bring have you played it? Yes, I have. Is it good? I'm Uh-oh. I'm in the boat that I don't like how they did the variations where like you had to kind of pick and choose which moves you have. Like they did on the on the X? Well, X X I like better because it's like you have like different styles and all that. So, but it's like moves is like you kind of have to pick either one or the other. But like styles is like you kind of pick a p- different play style if that makes a sense. Well, I haven't played the new one, so I'm I'm confused by that. What do you mean um, by that? So, so like Xbox or uh, um, Mortal Kombat X, you 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 have three different like variants of each right. character, and they all have like specialties, but they all have base moves. Are you saying on the new one the base moves change? Um, they have like. Some base moves, but I feel like it's a little bit smaller than X. Okay. But it's like some moves that you would think is base moves are actually like equipable moves. Like weird. And some moves like they take more space than like regular moves. Like I feel like if I remember correctly, like, I don't have a PS4. Then my um older brother has uh, Mortal Kombat X. But it's like I feel like I think you have like three slots to put in new moves. But it's like some moves take on like two slots and stuff, mm. so you have to you know pick and choose. That's weird. It is weird, but I like I like the cast and characters so far for Mortal Kombat um, Eleven more than X. Okay, let me ask you this: as somebody who has who I have the full fully fledged out Mortal Kombat X, I have all the DLCs and all that stuff. Is it worth it? To buy the new one, or should I wait for the next the next one? I feel like it's worth it when, because I keep in mind I don't play it a lot. I play it every now and then when some friends are over. I feel like if for you personally, I feel like it'll be worth it when all the DLC comes out. Okay, when so they make, wait well, for the DLC when, when they make the eventual like you know Mortal Kombat Ultimate Edition with all right. the DLCs and all that. Yeah. I feel like when they make the. A- when they made the aftermath like DLC, when they put in um, Fusion, Shiva, and Robocop. By the way, Robocop, like he his moves may be okay, but it's like I love like putting Robocop in in a movie in like a game because yeah. like you know Robo- I I watched the first Robocop like recently. It's like I think it's a really good movie. I haven't even seen it. Really? Yeah, I've never seen it in my life. Damn. I know I should see it, right? I feel like. Robocop is like really like a love letter to like all Robocop fans out there saying like, hey, this is like this is like your character. So it's like the same thing how I felt with Terminator. Um, but I feel like for you personally, I feel like I think you should wait more for like the DLC to come out, like and they, they make like the eventual like ultimate edition, like all the DLC and all that. Why haven't we seen 
Do you did you ever play uh, Mortal Kombat Armageddon? Is that the is that the 3D one before the the reboot happened? It was after Deception. Did you play Deception? I didn't play Deception. I okay. I played Armageddon. Armageddon was the one. It had everyone. It had everyone. Why haven't we seen that? We we need we deserve that game, right? Do we not? Um, I feel like it's so they can sell the next year's game. I mean, let's be honest. The pragmatic, the pragmatic, um, in me will say yes. I feel like it, and it also takes time. It does take a lot of time, and the game and, would be and, massive. And then, and then plus, if they want to give every character the kind of like that sort of like limelight that they give for every other character, yeah, it will take a lot longer to, to program. And Next to impossible in reality, and even in Armageddon, you could even create your own character. Which exactly, was weird. that's that's like for uh, Smash Brothers, like the newest Smash Brothers, where they have when they they had to tackle like everybody is here, yeah. like they have like. Everybody from my all the games. And Do you have all the characters unlocked? On Smash Brothers? Yeah. Oh, of course. I don't. You need to help me out you with scrub? that. They don't have Waluigi yet. I don't care about Waluigi. A lot of people are upset. I don't fucking, I don't fucking care. Waluigi's not a playable character? You don't care about that? No, I don't. Why? I don't like Waluigi. Wow. <laughs> okay. Sorry. That, 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 that's me being very angry. Waluigi is a very. He's not. If he if he was put it into the game, You'd I'll, play him. I will be happy. Yo, yeah, though. I'll, I play, who's the most broken character in Smash? That I can't say because okay. Because because I know a lot of people who say it's um, oh god, Meta Knight. No, Meta Knight was broken in Brawl because Brawl had a very distinctive fly feature where. It's, Pretty much all of Midnight's uh, moves can have a certain, like, recovery feature where it's pretty much, like, no matter how far, unless, like, you're, like, 999, you can pretty much get back to the field. But you you don't think he's he's broken in Ultimate? Oh, no. Because a lot of people think so. Um, Smash favors a lot of fast characters and, and people who have a, a who have great air game. If you like have a great, Kirby? It, <sighs> Kirby, please. <laughs> I, look, I look, love. I'm a casual player as far as that. As, okay. As far as Smash I, I love. I love Kirby. Like Kirby is like one of the few, like the first like Game Boy, Game Boy like original game of games that I, I played and completed. I like a, I like got babysitter's house. Kirby, I love Kirby to death, but it's like they should have done better with him. But uh, anyway, continue off that. But I think Smash. I feel like Smash favors a lot of air game and fast characters, and that's why you see in in on tournaments you see a lot of Sheik, you see a lot of Zero to Samus. And you're not you're not saying this is like a cat. You're in this. Realm. I'm in. I'm. I know my tur- I know my tournament lingo. I've never been in a tournament before. Right, but you pay attention. I pay attention. So you you don't think there's any one character that's like actually broken. No, because it also depends on like the, the um, it also depends on the um, the what's what's the word? The like who you're fighting with, because if it's like Bayonetta against like a heavyweight like Bowser, she could like zero to one hundred 
them evilly. Or, okay. sorry, Pikachu to Bowser. But it's like, Pikachu against Greninja, Teeth Faster. That's going to be a hard tough, but like I think Pikachu still edge out. So it just depends on like the um the matchup between the two. So so who's the who would you say is the fastest character? Ooh. Oh, we're hitting we're hitting it. Because we're that's right, ladies and gentlemen, down to earth. We're asking the real questions. <laughs> I'm about to geek out. Um <laughs> it all depends on like because there are two routines. It's like on on ground speed and then like aerial speed. I think like Sonic and Sheik have like the best like aerial speed, but like Pikachu, Pikachu has like Pikachu has a disgusting like <laughs> aerial combo, like disgusting. And then you got like the nuclear like Min Min who like has like the reach of like a whole like like air arena. Oh god. So who do you mean? Oh, I. Personally, I switched between a, like a whole bunch of people. But who like, do you mean? There's, there's one. You know the one because it's in your head right now. Who's the one you pick? If you if you don't know who you're going up against, and you for all you know they're a a fucking master at Smash. You know the famous. one character who famous Samus 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 is pretty dope. I'm not gonna lie. Samus is considered volunteer in in the game, but I feel like. Her um, projectiles can really help out, especially when you're trying to like learn the person. And then plus, I like to put Samus in kind of like close combat areas where she's not really excel at. So like, a lot of people don't really expect Samus to be close combat. They like they expect her to be like projectile heavy. So I like to kind of kind of trip them up with that. Do you play a lot of Metroid? Metroid? Um, actually, I play a lot of Metroid on my computer. So. Like, I played a lot of Metro, like, on emulator stuff when I first got my computer. Um, I played a lot of, like, Metro Zero Mission on the Game Boy Advance, the Metro Fusion. So you're a fan. Not a hardcore fan, but it's, like, a fan of, of like, if a, a game comes out, like, I might pick it up. Also, she's hot. Yeah, she is kind of hot. <laughs> I got him to say it. Uh, oh, shit. All right, I got to ask you this one question before we end this up, before we wrap this up. This is kind of what I want my um, my signature question to be. Um, and it kind of involves, you know, the entire Gray Man Media Group as a whole. Nick, do you, do you believe in aliens? Do why I or why not? I believe aliens... Uh, exist. I feel like they don't want to come here because you know we're too fucked up, mm. and that's all I'm gonna say. So you think that they're that they've they have they have seen us? They have seen shit that's like oh shit the Holocaust. Fuck that. We're not going to that planet because you know I feel like as the whole humanity we're kind of primitive, primitive and negative on the whole um, difference. Like, people are different from other people, so therefore we need to, um, you know, do something about that. And it ha- I feel like it happened with the Holocaust. It happens in today's climate. And I feel like that aliens are just like, yeah, they're, they're just too primitive and negative for our liking that we should just stay the fuck away from them. So according to that, so so not only do you believe that alien life exists, which is a bold statement in it, in it of itself. I'm not, okay. 
I'm gonna retract that statement. I'm not gonna say that they this. I'll say like it's a pot. It's a highly possibility. Yeah, I because agree. we we don't we don't know the unknown. So who's to say I'm right and you're wrong? Right, but you jumped immediately to not only do they exist, but they've also they've also evaluated us. It's, it's easier to say that. I feel like that's the more logical sense if aliens do this. Do you think that humanity can cross that point? Um, because there's there's like the I don't know what high you know the the term is, but to to go from like a, a a species type zero, which is what we are right now, to a species type one, that is a species that harnesses the entire energy of their host planet. But a lot of people think that. A lot of really intelligent people, scientists, um, they think that there's a barrier in between going from zero to one, and a lot of a lot of people speculate that that might be nuclear power, and the fact that the 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 power to destroy one another is too great, and a lot of species don't make that jump. What do you? Where do you stand on that? I feel like that. Um, as far as communicating with aliens, I feel like that's not. I feel like the nuclear power hold the nuclear power problem is kind of a secondary problem. I feel like the primary part is like just getting our heads out of our asses and not trying to. No, yeah, I I agree. But I'm I saying feel, I feel like the nuclear problem. The first problem affects the secondary problem. So until we get that th- the first problem fixed, we can't really if we can't really fix that first that secondary problem because I feel like personally there are too many hoplite people in power to that will use the nuclear power to their own benefit, and I feel like we need to first first of all learn what it is and and learn how to understand and use it wisely in order for us to flourish that's the first problem and the second problem is just like the whole morality problem no i i agree completely with what you're saying that wasn't the question though. Oh, the que- the, no no you're fine you're you because you're you are echoing what i'm saying what i'm saying is is that forget the alien thing in order to jump from being where we are right now mm-hmm. and being able to harness all of the energy from our host planet Earth, not the sun, not the solar system, just Earth. A lot of scientists think that there's a barrier where you learn nuclear energy and things of that nature, and that that because of you know whatever reason, a, a lot of species hypothetically blow themselves up instead of making that jump to to complete domination of the plant of their host planet. And then obviously type two is, is a, is a civilization or a, is a species that harnesses the entire energy of their host solar system. And then type three would be a, a type of civilization that harnesses the entire energy of their entire galaxy. Now, obviously I'm not talking talking about type two, I'm not talking about type three, I'm talking about, the the jump from type zero to type one. Do you think that a that's that's you know could be a possibility, and b 
do you think we can make that jump instead of destroying ourselves? In the end of the day, I feel like I'm an optimist when it comes to humanity. So I feel like we can make the jump. It's, but then it's going to be a problem of whether um, we have to um, we have to pride and we have to pride in that we we should make the jump and should do better in that perspective. I feel like we can make the jump. We could make the jump if we get our heads out of our asses. So ultimately, you're an optimistic, and you think that humanity's got a hundred percent chance as long as we can, you know, essentially set our differences yeah, I, aside. I like to think of myself like an optimistic realist. Like I want, I want humanity to be better. Like I'm not gonna be the person that's like, yeah, we're gonna kill ourselves. Like, we're fucked. Yeah, ten years or whatever. <laughs> I I want us to flourish. I want us to be great. I want us to do good. I want us to like, you know, evolve into the next state. But it's like if we don't fix these in a retrospective, like small problems compared to the bigger problems, then we're not gonna go anywhere. We're gonna be stuck like we've been stuck for about hundred years now. I've I've got a couple more things that I want to do before we go off air. Number one, I've I have an opportunity that I think I might be able to teach you something, which is rare. This might be number four on the board of a million. Did you know that? Uh, I, I did a whole lot of research one night about NASA's whole plan to return to the moon, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you know about this. What, you think the moon landing is fake again? No, no. I, again, what? I never thought that was... You think the Earth flat? I am a, re- I am a red-blooded American through and through. I think we went to the moon because fuck the Soviets. Um, <laughs> um, no, but they, they, what, they're, what they're planning on doing, because um, ultimately the goal is to get to Mars, what they're planning on doing, they're going to, to moon, to the moon, um, but they want to build uh, kind of like similar to the space station, but instead it's going to be farther orbit. I believe it's orbit around the moon, but uh-huh. I think I'm wrong about that. But did you know that, that the, the device where astronauts are going to land in between going from Earth to the moon, they're supposed to land in like the space station, it's called Halo. I think I heard. I think I read a article about that or something. It's an acronym. It stands for something, which yeah. I couldn't tell you what it is. But the acronym is Halo. NASA's taking the piss, right? They're they're they knew what they were doing. Then <laughs> so, no way, no, right? Somebody knew what they were doing, but then <laughs> you know, other people who never played video games are like, "Yeah, that, sure, that sounds that, good. That, that sounds good." Yeah. <laughs> And then, and then that guy just had like a smirk on his oh, face. Oh, I like, swear, right? There's no way. Like he just had like that this big goofiest grin on his NASA's face. NASA's like, yeah, we're releasing this thing called Halo. Like, dude, no way. There's no way that's a fucking coincidence. That game came out like 19 years ago or something like that. Something forever ago. I mean, unless you know that theory about like how the Futurama uh, producer like, you know, came from the future. Yeah, and, that. and that's all sketchy as fuck. Yeah. But okay, and so and, and so then the other thing is 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 do you think that? Because in my opinion, I one of the things that I thought up as a kid, way before anybody ever thought that we could actually go to Mars, back when Mars was kind of making waves, you know, in the scientific community, when I was like, I don't know, six or seven. My idea was like let and also also at the same time people were very be, becoming very much aware of you know environmental scientists or science and I was like let's take all the factories 
that are, you know, causing the bad shit that's going on on Earth. Let's put those on Mars, which, of course, now that I'm an adult is absolutely fucking ridiculous. But it does, it does answer a question about terraforming. Do you think it's... I understand that terraforming a planet is out of our abilities as of right now and totally fucking crazy. Uh-huh. But do you think that going to Mars without terraforming it is a, a long-term plan? Because we're going to Mars. Right? Yeah. We're going to Mars. Yeah. What's your what's your whole thoughts on that? Because I think it, it, it would be really cool to see us terraform a planet because, I mean, that would show a real dedication to human knowledge in general. But um, I don't know that living in bubbles is going to be the solution. I feel like terraforming could be a both like a double-edged sword. It'll be really amazing and intriguing to see them kind of terraforming to their own, like, benefit. But on the other hand, it's kind of like... We're kind of technically already doing that with, like, the, um, the South and North Pole with, like, the um, um, polar caps and all that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, we are, we've already demonstrated our capabilities of doing yeah. this. And then who's to say that we're um, that when we get to the to Mars, we're just gonna make it even worse. Worse, yeah. Yeah, I remember reading an article about one time where they found apparently some like some and how they get another god or whatever like far or whatever they found like another like planet suitable that has the same kind of composition of was Earth. it Trappist? Was it Trappist? I don't know. It's been. I'm not because they found they've using the I think it was Hubble, but they they found a lot of exoplanets that are that are kind of in yeah, the Goldilocks that, 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 that suitable for um, Earth, which of course is <laughs> we're not getting any of that. Yeah, we're not. <laughs> I mean, let's again, let's we get our heads out of our asses and like you know actually work as a team uh, until we stop fighting each other. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we fight. We tried to re- we fight the real enemy. Robo Hitler, Jesus Christ! <laughs> but no, 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 really, like, it, like I love to think, I love to think that humanity is eventually going to become a, because I don't think that we can stay on Earth forever, right? Exactly. I don't think it's possible. No, it's not possible. I, I think we have to become an interplanetary species. But do you think that living in like these habitats on Mars is the suitable answer? I'm talking about like bu- like bubbles and stuff. Yeah. I, mean, I think that's a good short-term answer, but yeah, I think it's a good short-term answer. But I think um, they should like start like thinking about like. I feel like um, they haven't since they haven't started the the whole like bubble like situation in Mars. They haven't really done about the long-term answer where it's like, all right, so what's next? Because I feel like another thing humanity is both good and bad for is like they're think they're always thinking about the future. Mm. Which can be a good thing. It's like, all right, this may not hold out last. We need to think about like a better, more positive, more permanent solution. But well, you see that in coal and oil. Yeah, like it's it works now. Works like now, fuck but- the future. <laughs> and I mean, people get paid for that. You know, people get paid for those uh, temporary answers as long as like you know people are making money. But it's like in the long term, they aren't worried about the long term because they they think okay, that's like you know the next generation's problem. It's not my problem. I'll be, I'll be rich. I'll be rich, dead, or old, or all three. It won't, it's not my problem. 
Yeah, but they, it's not my, it's not my problem. So it's like, <laughs> let let the the next generation uh, worry about that. So all right, to, this is the last question I'm gonna ask you, Nicholas Porter. I know you're not qualified for this job, and you're gonna tell me that straight to my face. <laughs> Nicholas Porter is in charge of the Mars colony. Redacted. What is what does Nick do? How do we get to the point where we can? From a small colony on Mars to an interplanetary species, what does Nick Porter do? Well, first, I'll I'll look at everybody in the um, whole like kind of like upper echelon, smack the shit out of them, tell them stop. You don't that. know shit. You don't know shit. <laughs> Listen to me. But what, what? What? Okay. Well, we've already established that you don't know shit. But go yeah. ahead. Go on. I don't know shit, but doesn't mean you don't. You know shit. All right. But anyway, and then what? Um. I will start working on trade. I feel like, um, interesting, especially in like I feel like in like when we first start when the United first started out of the country, the start the start was trade, you know, slaves, goods, produce, everything you could, everything you could. I mean, yeah, I bought them in the ass because you know. So would it be trade between? Mars, or would it be trade between Mars and Earth? Trade between Mars and Earth. You 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 build you build a bubble. You don't like you kind of expand like all oh, once you kind of you build gradually. Sure. Because I feel like that's another problem. It's like th- people don't build gradually. They they go for the big goal, which I mean it's good. You're looking at the long end, but it's like we should build the infrastructure on the way. You built the you built the infrastructure. You don't build a you don't build a house. With the roof first. <laughs> That'd be insane. You built, you built the, the like the, the walls and stuff. I don't, I don't know, I don't know. Like, what's the hey, word? it's cool. You're an electrical engineer. Yeah, no. That's not your problem. <laughs> That's not your fucking Fuck problem. <laughs> but like, you built, you built the walls first. You built the um the groundwork. You built the roots. You you plant the roots. I mean, fuck. You do you plant- think? Do you think that the that it would be a good idea? To have a a one kind of universal government, uh, for not only Earth but especially when we become interplanetary, I feel like the more and more diversified that we are, or um, I'm, I'm sorry, that's not, that's the incorrect word, but the more you know, different countries that are trying to make a stake towards a planet, you know. I feel like that's going to present a lot of issues. Whereas if we're all working towards one universal goal, I feel like that's better. Again, I'm more of a person who like likes to see like from different point of views. So I feel like it's both good and bad. Like I feel like nowadays, if we look at all the different governments, we're kind of fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna Nicholas Porter, the optimistic. <laughs> we're, we're fucked. But like when he. When you get bigger and bigger, you're gonna there's gonna be cracks in, in the um in the wall. There's gonna yeah. be cracks in, in the floor. Like that's gonna seep through and like you don't know about. So I feel like you you're, you you need you need to find that that balance between big and small. You know? You need to find that boundary where it's like, alright, I'm this big, I have this many people under me, but I can still like, you know, Delegate tasks and all that without the um, fear of like it's gonna get fucked up in the end. Mm. Um, I feel 
I feel like um, he's scratching his chin. Shut up. <laughs> Again, get your head out of your ass. <laughs> If there's if there's one thing we can say that we learned from Nicholas Porter today, get your fucking head out of your ass and treat people like you want to be treated. Seriously, especially in this like coronavirus environment, treat people how you want to be. That's the golden rule. But anyway, yeah, just get your head out of your asses. Think about other people. Think about the, the the small people, and just be good to each other. Nick, thanks for coming on. Again, you won't find him on any social media, but you can find him here because he'll definitely be invited back on to Gray Man Media. Nick, is there anything you want to plug? If you want to catch me off Math Brothers, you know, you get to tan. <laughs> but anyway, I'll try to be, you know, back on the, um, the podcast and all that. If um, Devin wants to invite me back, I'll happy join. Um, if you catch me on social, on, um, any Nintendo Switch Smash Brothers, my um, username Dragon Hero, and um, if you want to, you know, play me, I'm all for it. And, awesome, uh, awesome, man. Okay, for Gray Man Media again, I am Devin. Don't forget, a new episode of Thoughts from the Mothership airs this Monday, and I'll see you next week when I interview Gray Man's own Austin Davis. Oh, dear Lord, thanks, guys.